0: Hi, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4. Boy, oh boy, Mom, you sure know how to hydrate a good podcast.
1: Welcome to Hydrate Level 4. I'm your host, Peter. And today, joining me are returning guests, Carly. Hey, Pete. And Devin. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What up? Okay, um, well, you guys are joining me today. We are going to do... Uh, basically, a list show. Uh, it's a bonus episode, so we're not really reviewing movies. We are going to uh, Devin's dancing. I don't hear no music. <laughs> you, said, you said you said bonus. Bonus. So
2: okay. everybody loves bonuses.
1: Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're doing a top five favorite sports movies. Um, Carly, can you give us a little definition of what we were discussing as uh, what what meets the criteria, I guess, for the top five favorite. Because I don't want people to mistake it for the top five best sports movies.
3: Well, top five favorite. Your favorite film, or in this case, we're doing favorite sports films. And these are films that you can watch over and over again that are super fun to watch, uh, whether it's a drama or comedy or anything in between. Um, Things that just give you so much joy and pleasure. And it doesn't matter whether the script is great or the acting is fantastic, but you just love these films no matter what.
1: Okay. And there was also one thing we kind of I think we agreed on was that it it, the like the people it was about or like the, the, uh, the lead had to be playing the sport, too. Right. So, so right. we, uh, said, you know, for example, n- no Jerry Maguire, because Jerry Maguire is a sports agent. There's football involved in the movie, but he does not play the sport. So, yeah, yeah. that's an example. So, Devin, hopefully you don't have Jerry Maguire in there. <laughs> I,
2: just, I just realized that. I was like, wait, I'm trying to think now.
1: <laughs> okay, so, um, <laughs> you know, it's very rude of me, but, uh, Carly, can you tell the listeners that, uh, if they didn't catch you on the previous episodes, uh, of your guest appearance, can you tell them the, uh, the shows that you do and where they can find that.
3: Yes, uh, I'm Carly, and I'm from. I have two podcasts, both on iTunes and Stitcher, and on CourtTemparts.com. The first one is called That Pop This Life, and is a pop culture and life show, and we talk about pop culture, life, the ridiculousness of it all. And the other one is a TV podcast where we discuss Shonda Rhimes's TV shows. That's Grey's Anatomy. Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, and coming this fall, or actually next spring, is her new show, The Catch. And that podcast is called Talking Shondaland. We're all on Twitter, but you can definitely catch all of them on com. It's
2: amazing, even though I highly disagree with her Grey's Anatomy (laughs) state. We very very much differ in our favorites, I'm sure.
3: But That's what makes it fun. Right,
2: right, right, right.
3: And Devin, you,
1: sir, are from the Liquor Run podcast.
2: Right, right. It's
1: a it's a family show. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, well, maybe maybe family is loosely used, but we we cover television. Uh, we cover The Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead. Now we're doing, and uh, Game of Thrones stuff like that. It's pretty fun. It's mostly my cousins basically trying to keep me under under wraps. Basically the whole the whole show. It's pretty fun.
1: And, and that's what you meant by a family show. You guys are all related. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's
2: it's three, three cousins.
1: Because yep. you don't, you don't want kids coming on and listening. To, I mean maybe you do. I don't know. I mean, I uh,
2: mean, let's be real. I'm the, I'm the only one that's really bad. So,
1: as far as gotta be language. a little specific. I don't want people thinking. Like oh,
2: yeah, that's true. Language wise, okay. I'm really the only bad one. But yeah, it's it's probably a mature for mature audiences. But I'll just say this: if your kids watch the shows that we do. They might as well listen to
1: the podcast might as well right? I so. So, but um well, for 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 a little taste, you know devin you you did uh, both major league movies on the uh, on my show, uh, right. then you did uh, the age, age of Ultron I think that was pretty clean for the most part, but also straight of out uh, straight out of Compton. so right. I'm sure it, I
2: dropped the n word in that in that podcast
1: you you, you did. <laughs>
2: Peter's I mean, like, yeah, I
1: know. I, I like, remember.
2: A, I, had, I, I had to deal with it, trust no, me. Straight I had out
1: of Compton, you know. So, yeah. I, I, I I'm black, cookie. people. I'm black. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, what we're going to do is we're going to do uh, go from five to one. We're going to round robin it, right, take turns. And if somebody has a duplicate, but uh, if somebody has it higher on their list, we're going to wait until we get to that person's uh, r- round or number, right?
3: No, we'll just go around and Robin and figure it out from there. Okay, right. that sounds good. And
2: we then haven't after- told each other our list, by the way.
1: Right, no, it's going to be a surprise for all of us. Complete surprise. Um, and also, after our list, we're going to go through uh, honorable mentions by, uh, by sport. Right. So, yes. uh, And I think that's it. Okay, so uh, Devin, we'll, have, we'll start with you uh, for your number five.
2: Oh, number five, this was a hard one to start off with because I told you guys pre-show that I was between five and six were like this close on my list. And so I couldn't decide, but in order to keep my black card, I had to go <laughs> with He Got Game starring Denzel Washington and Jesus or Ray Allen playing Jesus Shuttlesworth. So number five, you know He I'm Got saying? Game.
4: And I didn't even mention the blood-sucking leeches. Oh, yeah. The newfound family pygmy buzzards be hovering over you, trying to get that loose change. You know what I'm saying, huh? They're talking about I love you. Oh, I love, you. I love you. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love, you know I love you. I love you. Te amo. Jesús, te amo. Ay, qué fiebre. Come on, man. <laughs> I need some money. I love you so much. I need some money. Hook a brother up. Give me
0: some money. I need some cash. I'm going to get these Nikes. You know I can't have anything but the
4: best. Hellfigure figure do you want me looking good for you? I need some money. I love, I
5: love you. Hook a sister up. I need some money. I need some cinnamon egg for my baby. I need some Pampers for my baby. I need some Dolce & Cabana for me. I need some Channel. I need some Fendi. Come on.
3: That's a great movie. I saw it's
1: it like when it first came out.
2: Yes, it's a Spike Lee joint. Right. And it's amazing.
1: What what's amazing about it? It's
2: it's 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 about Ray Allen. Do you? I mean, obviously, Peter. I know you know who Ray Allen is.
1: Yep, uh, Supersonics.
2: Right, right, right.
1: And I know who Ray
3: Allen is. What's
2: that about? <laughs> well, no, no. I'm just saying because I know I didn't know how much you follow basketball, Carly. I'm sorry.
3: I don't, but I know who Ray Allen is. <laughs>
2: okay, I'm sorry. I'm sexist. I'm. I'm you I'm, are. <laughs> I'm, I'm racist and I'm sexist. Like. We'll get to know that. I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> it starts with like the number one high school basketball recruit in the country. He's His dad is in prison, and he, he's told that he can get out of prison early if he gets his son to go to a specific school. And it covers his recruiting process, how everybody's tugging at him. It's really it, – I really love it because it's so realistic and so gritty at the same time, but it has great actors in it like Denzel Washington – Mm-hmm. And not so much great actors, Ray Allen, but it was still fun. <laughs> then you had Rosario Dawson and Peter, we know.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Listen yeah. to a Daredevil episode on your, on your show. Oh, right, 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 right.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a scene, I need you with me, Poppy. Like, oh, right, right. Mm. <laughs> so okay. It's
1: pretty, it's pretty good. Carly, do you want to go with your number five? That's a good one, Devin. Right. Oh,
2: I'm glad you've seen you. You guys have seen it, by the way. I would probably be the only one that hasn't seen your guys' movies.
1: It, it's been a while, and um, just that little bit that you mentioned. I mean, I, I forgot about it. I mean, I, I know that it, it exists. I just don't remember anything from the movie. Should, um,
2: we, should we say our favorite scenes of the movie?
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Cool.
2: Uh, my favorite scene is, of course, his on his recruiting trip when he's got two snow bunnies waiting on him in his dorm room and he just bangs them out real quick it's hilarious because i swear to god to this day you still see some like fluid on a uh one of the girl's lips i don't know what it is but <laughs> i don't know I'm just say it just was like funny to me
3: why doesn't that surprise me that that, your, that that's your favorite uh scene, scene. yeah because
2: oh, it, it just stood out like when i first saw it i was a, a youngster like so, like, I was just like, oh, my God, what what, what is that? And it's like, me and my, I just remember me and my cousin, like, what is that? Like, it was just crazy. So, yeah, cool.
1: but it's it's hilarious. Okay. Ah! And...
2: <laughs> uh, that's tame, by the way. See, this is why
1: I say that's, that my cousin. Yeah, this is a very good job.
2: Do
3: you, do you have a favorite quote?
2: I do. And basically it's when uh, one of the characters is asked to spell... P-U-S-S-Y and he says P U and another character says H I V.
3: That's a great one, yeah.
2: And it's that's so, great. it's so great.
1: I love it. Cool. And Carly, you wanna
3: uh, yeah, my number five is not a narrative film. So I debated whether to include documentary in our top five. And I thought, you know what? It's a sports, it's a sports film. So why not include it? And it's two thousand one uh, documentary, Dogtown and Z Boys, about skateboarding, mm. and it's uh, the origins and the rise and fall of this small group of kids who really invented the techniques that we know now and we know today in skateboarding. So everything from like, um, ver- you know, vertical skating to whatever the, the the floor techniques are now and how inventive and how uh, kind of like unique they are were invented really by these a dozen or so kids in 1975 in California and this is a fantastic documentary um it, it has this like vibrant energy it was directed by Stacy Peralta one of the co really one of the one co-founders. of the and co-founders of yeah. of these you know of this group of kids and it's phenomenal it's a phenomenal full of energy and just amazing uh documentary about skateboarding and and this time period where where you just you you feel like you you just wanted to be part of it because the film takes you on this journey. And the talking heads, so to speak, are all of these guys. Now, you know, uh, it's a 2001, so it was quite some time ago. But these guys in their 40s talking about them as kids and what they used to do and how they did it and how all of this was new and how they pushed each other. And it's just, it's such a vibrant, energizing and really awesome, awesome movie about skateboarding. And not only that, but what makes it, I think what makes it really unique is the fact that it has that energy because of all the film and all the photographs that were taken by, you know, people, members of the group and a photographer that, that um, went around with them. So the documentary is full of these like crazy, awesome home videos, videos, amazing photography of these kids actually doing it. So it gives, you know, it gives the film this life to it that really puts you in, you know, puts you in the action. It's amazing and it's a, it's beautiful and I love this movie.
1: I don't know how I'm going to follow up, to, you know, to that. I know, right? Thank
2: God I, I started first.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. What a... I
2: know, right? I, I should
1: have hired a ghostwriter for my reviews. That's,
2: that's, <laughs> cinematography and... Like, um, Hey Carly Photos. in that
1: documentary did, did they uh discuss if they were the first ones to practice skateboarding in empty pools?
3: They were. Yeah, okay. it was a big it was a drought in California in I think 75 74 like a huge one of the biggest ones California ever ever had. And they were the surfing they were all surfers surfing wasn't really that great because it had rain and yada yada oh. and all of these pools the the it was a state mandated um, I guess law or whatever that you couldn't water your lawns you couldn't fill up your pools so there were all these pools beautiful great big huge pools that were empty and they went around looking at this one of my favorite parts of the film I hadn't seen mm-hmm. it while, but It's one of my favorite parts and you can find clips of it on YouTube, but they went around looking for pools and just getting in there and figuring it out. And like in a part of the film, you can you can have some of them talk about like, you know, we just wanted to get over the light. You know how pools have lights Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of right under the edge of the pool. There's a the light, so they were just like, we just wanted to get the skateboard under, you know, above the light, and that was the goal. And then the goal on another day was just to get the wheels up on the lip of the pool. And they were, you were just like, we had no idea what we were doing. We knew the moves and what and how to kind of maneuver the skateboard because we were we were uh, surfers, but we had no idea exactly how to do it and how to kind of uh go at it and so all of this was just like improvised very much like jazzes for example mm-hmm. improvised by these kids that were you know 12 13 14 15 years old and towards the later half of uh of this group's life you know tony hawk was part of them as you know as a 10 12 or 11 year old you know and it's it's a it's an amazing film there's a, a there's a two thousand and four or five, I wanna say, narrative film called Um Lords of Dogtown and is directed by Katherine Hardwick and it's it's a good it's a good movie, but I definitely recommend you watching the documentary because it's it's awesome. And the again what makes it really great is the fact that all of these guys are, are the ones telling the story, the right. actual guys, and we have the the videos and we have the 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 film of them doing it as kids it's um, and they're amazing it's really cool
1: yeah i really like the movie that it's based on and i think in the movie it also showed that they were like the first group of kids to um what was the word experiment with the 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 new wheels that that grip better yeah yeah that's kind of like rubberized and stuff so
3: they were you know they pretty much skateboarding was around in the 60s but it was very flat flat, and it was very kind of boring. And they revolutionized it. They, they took it Wait. to a whole nother level.
2: You're telling me that skateboarding wasn't invented in Back to the Future?
1: It was,
3: 55.
2: Oh, see, I was thinking the 80s. <laughs> 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 uh-uh. See, I'm a Back to the Future newbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: well, get on that.
2: <laughs> uh, I watched the first one. so It's <laughs> out there somewhere.
3: Yeah. But no, but this move this documentary, again, is called Dogtown and Z-Boys. And even if you don't like skateboarding and that's not really your thing, it's just it's something to watch just to see these kids that really like out of boredom and out of love for something created this that we still have today. And, you know, and it's there. And it was and it was only, you know, 30, almost 40 years ago. It's pretty cool.
2: As, so- okay. as someone, I will say as someone who hates learning. And like that's why I'm a, totally against documentaries. I actually want to watch this now.
1: Oh, Yeah, I do. I do too. I mean, because I really like the movie that it's based on. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so I don't want to do my what? list. What? Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, okay. So my my number five. It's a uh, it's Angels in the Outfield.
2: Oh! Yes, that didn't make my list. I'm so glad
1: it's on here, though. Yeah, it's a Disney movie. You know, stars uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, you also got um, uh, Danny Glover, you know, who plays, I, what, the manager or the the coach? Manager. manager. Okay. But uh, Tony Danza is in it. You also got Christopher Lloyd, who plays an angel. Um, and I've, I forgot that there's a bunch of, uh, you know, people who are stars now, Y uh, Adrian Brody has a, has a role in there. Matthew McConaughey's in there. Dermot Mulroney, um, you know so, some other names, but basically this uh, this foster child, him and his foster brother, I guess they you know used to sneak into uh, uh, baseball games, and it's, it's one of his favorite teams, and I guess they are on a losing streak, and he makes a wish that they would you know get better, and then you know Christopher Lloyd brings his angels to come help. The Angels in the Outfield. So, yeah, it's it's based on a 19-whatever uh, movie of the same name.
2: Yeah, the Angels were trash back then.
1: Yeah, I, I know nothing about baseball, and that's why Devin came on to talk about Major League. But <laughs> uh, I don't have anything beautiful to say about the movie because it's a Disney movie. But uh, it's just, you know, I, I remember watching it a lot when I was younger. And it was really nice to see, uh, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt being as big as he is now and this is where like i first saw him you know was in this movie mm-hmm. so and also you know like christopher lloyd who plays doc brown it's just another reason why this was one of my favorites because ah. I, I watched everything christopher lloyd was in you know adam's family um uh he went on to do um, i can't think of anything right now but um there was a time you know i had was favorite actors Family. And, yeah he, um, he played uh, uncle fester yeah right yeah so
2: you know um uh, so do you have a favorite quote from that movie because i do
1: i don't remember any lines but i'll tell you uh my favorite scene and i mean i, I guess we're gonna um, kind of just get into spoilers because it's like 94
2: 93
1: yeah it's an, it's an old movie anyway so but it, it's basically you know they're both foster kids and roger uh who, who's joseph gordon levitt I, I guess he gets adopted who who does it uh danny glover adopt him uh i'm trying to remember
2: yeah oh yeah at the end
1: yeah yeah okay so he gets adopted and then the the foster His dad brother, lets him
2: go his dad lets him go right
1: his his father was a deadbeat and so the the foster brother he just had this moment where he um you know he was in tears because you know roger is being adopted but you know the reveal is uh danny clever i guess uh ended up adopting both of them so it was, oh, it was, it was right, a right. super good feel happy moment you know, and I remember it as a kid. Like you know, it, it was it was heartwarming for me. So um you know, I'll, I'll tell you now. None of none of my uh, selections are very gritty or, you know, anything that was probably ever nominated for anything. But you know, they all uh, they a special place in my heart, and that's that's why they're on my list.
3: Well, that's, that's what favorites, right? They're yeah. just favorites, and it doesn't have to be, you know, award-winning, you know, films. It just has to be our favorite.
1: Yeah, but but then, like after your glowing review of the uh, that documentary, I'm just like. <laughs> well, do you do you I'm remember that movie, Carly? <laughs>
3: Excuse me, I I I remember it, but I don't remember specifics.
2: Oh well, I mean, my favorite line of that movie is like in the very beginning, they're talking, and Danny Glover's just chewing them out and he's like he, he goes i think it was i think it's either uh what's the it's not Adrian Brody what's the he was a slow guy he was like really slow but i can't remember his name but he's like hey you're a jackass he's like no i'm a pitcher and it just it just, <laughs> it just makes me he's like you could be the you could be the same it's very common and it was, it was just like very funny to me that's my favorite line of that movie nice uh, I, i've seen that i've seen that movie that was it was that was close to being on the list by the way
1: that that yeah I uh, I think I had it at four and I, I just shifted things around like last minute. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I had a
2: late addition that I completely forgot about that bumped mine like mine down. I it started at three, mm. but or I'm sorry, four. It moved to four too. I'm sorry.
1: And speaking of four, yeah. Let's Devin. Let's go with your number four.
2: Oh, going to me. Uh, so number four. I was not even ready. Ah, how did I forget the little giants? I, I forgot it again.
1: So good.
2: I love that movie.
1: Is it's this the point. one with Ed O'Neill? Right, and, uh, right. Uh, and uh, the Icebox. Rick, Rick Moranis? Okay.
2: Right, right, right. And it stars those two guys that you just mentioned, Al Bundy mm. and the guy from uh, <laughs> Honey, Honey, i, from I, I from the, the Kids. Kid. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, uh, Rick Moranis' daughter is like the best football player in the in the city, I guess they're in. And her uncle doesn't pick her for the team, so she gets her her friends to start her opposite team, and they play. They decide to play a game against each other, and no one thinks that they can win because they're the underdogs. And it's that true underdog story where they come out on top, even though they're a bunch of misfits. And it's so good, it's so gratifying. And I have so many favorite movie or favorite parts to that movie.
3: Give us your top one. Uh.
2: I guess my top one would be when Spike is introduced to the team, and he basically has his, his stare down with, with the icebox, and he's like, Is Spike mistaken? Aren't you a girl? And she's like, Gee, good eye. Spike don't play with girls. She's pretty good, Spike. Spike don't care. Didn't you hear? Spike don't... I can tackle anything, anywhere. Got that? Look, you berserker Barbie doll. Will you mess with Spike? You mess with death. You can talk the talk, but Can you walk the walk? Try me. I will. Let's go. Right now. Somebody call (laughs) 911.
3: I just want to make sure the listeners know. He literally just did that off the top of his head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that was awesome.
2: Yeah. I love that so much. It's it's my (laughs) favorite part.
3: I like, Um, I like, that's the one with, I haven't seen that in a long time, but that's the one where the little kid with the glasses blows the big boogie bubble. Yeah, he's the one that goes.
2: Somebody called 911. what? What? Yes, yes. And his yeah. like his mom is really protective. And when they get their pads, he comes All to practice right. like a a big like styrofoam wrap. It's hilarious.
3: That's my great. mom. He's
2: like my mom says. The pads you gave me weren't enough.
3: So, <laughs> it was great. That's awesome. So I love that movie. Uh, Peter, do you remember that is
1: I, I I do. I, I remember some of these scenes. That the guy that was wrapped up in the bubble tea. He was like the really scrawny kid with glasses, right?
3: Right, right, right. He's like... I use these for acid indigestion! So what are we gonna use these for?
5: Intimidation!
2: (laughs) Bow down, (laughs) fools!
3: That's awesome. Well, I don't think you need a clip, Peter, for that one because he just—I know, right?
2: I mean, <laughs> you really don't. I also love the, the fat guy in that the the movie. He's he rang so true to my heart. If I had a second favorite, it's like I still use this line to this day. Where someone's like eating Cheetos and they're like crunchy or puffed. He's like puffed wimp, and I was just like that. Just all I still use that to this day because you can't eat puffed uh, Cheetos. They got to yeah. be crunchy.
3: Nice. Well, my number four is uh, is a roller derby movie, and it's Whip It, two thousand nine, mm-hmm. directed by Drew Barrymore. I think it's her first, you know, her directorial debut, mm-hmm. and it stars Ellen Page, Drew Barrymore, Juliette Lewis, Kristen Wiig, Marsha Gay Harden, Andrew Wilson, Daniel Stern, um, Jimmy Fallon, a few other people that you recognize, and um, it, this is a really fun movie again. We're doing favorites. We're not doing best. And this is just one of my favorites to just watch over and over and over. Um, It has a great soundtrack. It has an awesome food fight. It has a great underwater getting naked scene. Uh, It has obviously girls that kick ass and really cool roller derby action. And pretty much this movie is about a girl called Bliss. And she's trying to get out of her town. And under from under her mother's kind of pageant queen uh wing and she finds this she finds this sport of roller derby and this team called the Hurl Scouts and this is where she finds herself. So really it's just a girl trying to find her real self. And at the heart of this movie is uh it's a relationship between a mother and a daughter, Bliss and her mom, and at the end of the day how she just wants to be accepted for who she is and have her parents be proud of her. And it's a really fun movie It has what I think are really funny parts. Um Drew Barrymore is in the film and she is a whack job and I love I, I love Drew Barrymore but um but she gives me some of the like funniest moments in it and it's it's a good movie with a lot of heart and I and it's, I love it.
2: It's a comedy? Mm-hmm.
3: It's uh yeah, I guess it would be considered a comedy.
2: I'd say so. As, as yeah. you see I have not seen it. Yeah, t- was this like a theatrical or? release or like an underground was, movie? No, it's theatrical
3: release oh. in two
2: thousand nine. Oh. oh nine, okay. God, man, I'm I'm
3: terrible. I know Ed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my favorite quote of the movie is uh, when Bliss, uh, played by Ellen Page, she goes to the Royal Derby for the first time and she meets the captain of her her would be team, uh, played by Kristen Wiig, and she's just like, you know, you guys are my heroes. And you know, they keep talking, and Kristen Wiig is just like, you know, we well, put on some skates and be your own hero. And I think that's kind of in- captures the movie uh, in in one line, and I I just really like it.
1: Okay, great, that's awesome. I I like that movie too. I I have that in my honorable mentions under roller skating. Wow.
3: Cool, it's yeah. derby. Oh,
1: sorry, I. Uh... We'll leave you it know, at that. <laughs> I
2: don't I don't have any derby sports movies, but there used to be, I don't remember, this is like, I want to say I was in middle school. They used to come on, like, I don't want to say, like, USA or Spike TV or something, where chicks, like, I guess that says sexist, but girls used to uh, have their, their league. I used to watch on, like, the late night tip. I don't remember what it was called, though.
1: Portland's got the um, the Rose City, oh, no, yeah, the Rose City uh, uh, roller skaters or something like that. Oh, so they still do it? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty big here. And they, oh, I, th- I think okay. there's a documentary uh, about them too.
2: Yeah, there was on. This was like a big thing. It was on TV. They were competing for money. Like it, I used to watch it all the time. I just, I, I, I'm so old now. I can't remember the name of it.
3: <laughs> You're
1: so old, Devin. <laughs>
2: right. I couldn't remember the <laughs> name no, of the
3: teams. There are leagues all over. You know, all over the country. I'm, I don't know if it's if roller derby is something that's like big somewhere else um, in uh, in the world, but I, I just love that roller derby names of the teams mm-hmm. and players are like puns on things. So in the movie, they had some really cool, like, nicknames. You know what I mean? We had right. Bloody Holly, Maggie Mayhem, Rosa Sparks, Smash Lee Simpson, uh, Babe Ruthless. And the name of the team uh, was the Hurl Scouts. And it's and a few other ones that I can remember now. But, you know, it just it has those puns that, that make it really right. fun. Wow. Uh,
1: I was just laughing at Devin's eyebrows go up when you remember right, some of those names. I was like, "Those escalated
2: quickly." Do they in the movie? Do they do the little whip thing, or is that just from what I used to watch?
1: They do the whip thing.
2: Okay, okay. I, was, I was I just remember that.
1: Okay, uh, so um, so my number four is Talladega Nights: The Ballad of Ricky Vaughn. Oh
3: my god, I love this
1: movie! <laughs> yes,
2: another one I thought i would put on the list. Peter, I love you.
1: All right. <laughs> yes. So. I mean, you guys both agree that this is a a super funny movie. Um, I mean, it's got, okay, so Ballad of Ricky Bobby, it's it's Will Ferrell, uh, John C. Riley, which I think this was the first time they were together, right, before like uh, Step Brothers?
3: No, Step Brothers was first. Oh, was
1: it really? Yes. Hmm, Maybe I saw this one first and then Step Brothers. Uh, But yeah, directed by Adam McKay. Uh, It's about NASCAR and i don't know there's, there's just so many quotables you know for only oh, man, there's so many yeah it, it hasn't even been 10 years yet and it's it's got so many lines but um you know uh sasha baron cohen who a lot of people know as borat uh i love his character where he plays oh. uh openly gay uh like formula one uh racer and uh either yeah. formula uh oh oh sorry yeah, yeah. en francais <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, popular, oh. I like the the scene the the first confrontation between him and uh, Ricky Bobby. Uh, we got uh, Michael Clark Duncan, you know, rest in peace. Um, mm-hmm. Leslie Bibb, who I think Devin, maybe you know her from um, Law Abiding Citizen. I think she was in there too. Yes. Uh, Jane Lynch, Amy Adams. So just a, a lot of people are in here. Um, I think one of my favorite scenes is the uh, the lunch where they're talking about Baby Jesus.
0: Dear Lord Baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, Jesus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. I just want to take time to say thank you for my family, my two beautiful, beautiful, handsome, striking sons, Walker and Texas Ranger, or TR as we call them. And of course, my red hot smoking wife, Carly, who's a stone cold fox. Mm! Who if you were to rate her ass on 100, it would easily be a 94. Mm. Also want to thank you for my best friend and teammate, Cal Notton Jr., who's got my back no matter what. Shake and bake. Dear Lord Baby Jesus, we also thank you for my wife's father, Chip. We hope that you can use your Baby Jesus powers to heal him and his horrible leg. And it smells terrible, and the dogs are always Mm. bothering with it. Mm. I like to think of Jesus like with John Eagle's wings yeah. and singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinnerd with like an angel band. And I'm in the front row and I'm hammered drunk.
3: Hey, Cal, why don't you just shut up?
2: Yes, ma'am. You you might not believe this, but I have that just that scene DVR'd on my, on my DVR and I'd save it. <laughs> like that one scene, I love that scene so much.
3: I like, I love- the, I like the Christmas version the best. <laughs> right. Like a spider coming- monkey. The names of his kids is, like, Walker in Texas. <laughs> yeah,
1: Walker. Texas Ranger,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then they call. They make fun of the grandpa. It's like, all you ever did was make a hot daughter. That's it. That is it. It's like, <laughs> Ricky, I want to do this Grace, good so the Lord can breath us, so we can win this race tomorrow. I love that movie.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just hilarious. And this is, uh, like, one of the few movies that, like, even my wife loves, too. And she doesn't watch a whole lot and like when this is on we we turn it on and we just we just have a good time you know it's uh super funny very hilarious um and that's it it's at my number 4 All
3: right yeah this is one of those movies that i feel like is one of um uh will ferrell's funniest mm-hmm. mm. and i feel like it's because him and adam mckay have a great relationship um adam mckay who would probably co-wrote it or wrote it and directed it and they work together a lot and i think that they're they have this kind of um comedy language that they understand and they really portray well on screen Mm -hmm. and kibabi or talladega nights is one of these where will ferrell's character is always in these crazy situations and out of those situations that's where the comedy comes from and his reactions to it and I think most of his movies are like that, but I think this is the one that that does it the best.
1: Yeah, it, it is uh, written by both uh, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Uh, yeah. I, I also like the, the whole Shake and Bake and then the uh, Magic Man. Now you see me, now you don't.
2: <laughs> I got one question for y'all. I just need y'all to say one thing. I love crepes. Nope, not going to say it. Right. Not going to say it. He's like, <laughs> he's like I'm going to break your arm. Say it. You love pancakes. Say it. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna say it. He's like, I'm gonna eat. A, I'm going I love to get stuck in a crepe and eat my way out of it. <laughs> like, I just, I just love that scene. Sorry.
3: No, that that movie does have a lot of great. Oh, great so tunes. good, so good.
2: Dang it, now Peter, I gotta watch that when we hang up.
1: <laughs> uh, Devin, that number three. On me. Yep.
2: So for number three, I felt it was appropriate to have a three in the title, mm. and it's the best to me of this entire franchise rocky 3
1: oh look at that
2: i love this movie you've seen rocky I I've, I've i've seen all well i haven't seen the isn't there isn't there like a new one
1: rocky balboa
2: is that the one with antonio tarver uh,
1: yeah okay
2: i've seen that one i thought there was another one but
1: creed were he, that's coming out
2: oh okay maybe that's what i'm thinking of i haven't seen that but is that not out yet that's not out yet no oh okay
3: The one with Antonio Tarver is Rocky Balboa. That's the last Rocky movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I saw that one. And I've seen all of them. They used to play these on TBS like all the time. So.
1: And USA. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I I love the Three is the best one. I mean, it got Mr. T. I pity that fool. And it's like, what do you predict for this fight? Pain. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I'm like, yes. What's the matter with you?
4: Tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow.
2: There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow.
0: There is no tomorrow. <laughs> I, love I love
2: this. There's some much more quotables, but I'll
1: I'll save them. It's pretty good, uh, Devin. I actually just um, sat in on uh, War Machine vs. War Horse, and we discussed and um, uh, Rocky two and three. Oh. And okay. so I'm going to ask you uh, this question that kind of came up in that review. But do you think there was a little like uh, gay undertones between Rocky and uh, Apollo? You know, specifically no, the that, beach scene.
2: I, oh my god, you took the words out. I was about to say no, but that beach scene <laughs> made you wonder. I was literally about to say it because I'm like, uh I'm just like, how? To, I never knew how to feel about this this thing, like where they're just running in the water together and jumping up and down and probably like, ah, like, i'm like <laughs> all right. And then A, A, Adrian's just like, really rock, really. <laughs> that's what that's what I was thinking. I, I was like, really.
3: So, but I mean, you can argue that there are gay undertones with a lot of sports in general, not only sports. Oh games. yeah. You got
2: to slap him on the ass.
3: <laughs> gotta do it. <laughs> uh, my fa- I mean, Rocky three is a good one. I feel like Rocky three was really the height of, of its craziness, but I'm a huge Rocky four fan out of all the Rockies. Oh. I mean, the original Rocky, I don't even consider. That one I, fucks I, was, me up for the most. <laughs> and no, but yeah, I, I, but I feel like the original Rocky or Rocky, I don't, I almost don't even consider it as part of the franchise because it's such a different movie than the rest of them.
2: Right? Um, like, Did he film that in like twelve days or something like that?
3: Some yeah, and it was like it was an independent movie. It was like a low budget right. movie. Um, it ended up winning, you know, Academy Awards. So I, I, I really love and enjoy Rocky, but or pure fun, pure like I could watch it over and over. Rocky Four is the one is the Rocky for me. I me too.
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: I love. I do love Rocky Four. Like, my order would probably be three, four, two, and then mm. I, don't, I don't, five is just, shouldn't have happened. <laughs> but whatever. But yeah, like, I, I do. Yeah, I agree. I love four. If he dies, he dies. I like, I will break you. Right, right, right. And, and his whole training part of like, when he's just like, clearly roided up and just like punching like walls and stuff. And then Rocky's just training in the snow and and struggling with that with that man beard It's hilarious.
3: You no, know, yeah. and, and it's great, and the, and I feel like a good part of a of sports movie is the montage. That's what mm-hmm. makes it, you know, could make or break it. You know, we could argue about that, but montages don't come better than in Rocky IV. Because
2: you know, you always you're always waiting to that end where he's like, all right, it's time to go. And get, right.
3: and get that No, yeah, no, exactly. And in Rocky IV, is like ridiculous, it's awesome, it's it's like everything you want it to be, and it's amazing. I love it. Right. Now you're making me rethink
2: my, Should I have
3: four at <laughs> number, and number no, no. Times, man? That's <laughs> not uh, even my it. number four, but I'm just, you know, I was just like, we're talking about Rocky movies. Let right. me change my favorite. yeah. yeah.
1: If, uh, if you can change, uh, if I can change, you can change.
3: Right, 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 right. Uh, oh my God, I love it. Right. I, just, I, I feel like all the Rocky movies have like that one quote that, Jim, that everyone knows and it just makes it really cool, you know, like I, yeah. I in five and five is just kind of crappy. But, you know, when you hear, I don't hear no bell, I didn't hear no bell. It's just like, wow. Oh, yes, yeah, so I do remember that. Right. I, I,
2: so. couldn't, have, I couldn't have quoted anything from five until you said that. <laughs> so.
1: Okay, Carly, your number three.
3: Yeah, my number three is. It's a it's a really great film. It's really emotional, and it's 2004's Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Peter Berg, and it stars Billy Bob Thornton, Lucas Black, Garrett Hedlund, Derek Luke, Tim McGraw, Jay Hernandez. It's high school football in Texas, and it's really about a town consumed by high school football and their relentless and cruel pressure um, that they put on these kids to play and win and be perfect and be the best and be great at it. And we see this team, this one year of their lives, and it's based on a true story. And in 1988, and we see them kind of the hardships and the trials and tribulations that they go through in this one year trying to, to make it, to make it and win state championship, and um, I don't know how much we're spoiling in this, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's one of those great movies that you're watching and you're experiencing because it's a very emotional film, and and you're seeing kind of glimpses of these kids' lives and and how much uh, this pressure that this town is putting on them is getting to them, but at the same time they really do rise to the occasion and give it all they they have they got and you're going through this experience with them so at the end of the day when they end up spoiler alert not winning you're devastated but at the same time you realize that life goes on and it's just a game Mm. and all the and all the all the craziness and all the mania that that i guess texas high school football brings it's only a moment in time you know because you have the rest of your life. Uh, to live. And it's a really great, great film. Um Peter Berg does a fantastic job. Billy Bob Thornton, in my opinion, one of his best roles. Um, and the kids are all fantastic. This is where I don't know, I feel like did I see Derek Luke before this? I can't even remember, but Derek you ever saw Lu- Biker Boys? Oh uh, I don't know. I think B- was Biker Boys before or after this?
1: Antoine Fisher too.
3: Oh right, right, right. Oh, so I think Antoine Fisher was first. But yeah. he's he's just so charming and charismatic and just fantastic in this. And Lucas Black, who plays the the quarterback of the team, is like the right amount of like pained and um, and and hardened, but also vulnerable and 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 soft in in a way that kids are. But he is a, he's a guy. He really portrays a guy that has to grow up because of the circumstances that he's in. And there's one scene in the movie where the three kind of the three main friends the three main guys are are really talking about how how crazy this is and how this is, you know, we're 17. Things should be light. We should lighten up. We're 17. And one of them goes, well, I don't feel 17. And when he says that and the other guy agrees with him, well, I don't feel 17 either. You get it like you get all this pressure that they're that these adults are putting on these kids for, for their entertainment, it's, it's really great. It's really great. This also spawned the TV show, which people mm. love. Excuse me. Um, and it's, it's a really great TV show, but I think the movie sets the tone um, and has all the great things that the TV show has, but in a condensed, you know, two hours. And I, I love it. It's one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, I think it's a very good movie, too. Very good choice. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually glad I saw one of your movies. <laughs>
2: yes i i didn't i've never seen the tv show so it's like a is it like a continuation of something
3: it's not it's it's Bro. a it's almost like a, a retelling a, a fictional they couldn't use any of the i guess uh, uh real things so it's set, it's set in a fictional town in, in texas called dylan and it's the dylan Panthers. so at least they kept the same name and it follows a, a coach and you know it's it's just made up but it has the same the same style and same undertones and the same uh, emotional you know pictures of this town and these people and these characters and and by the way the movie has awesome football sequences like just yes, straight up hard great sequences
2: oh, you have you were going to say something peter
1: uh i was going to ask if um if it was modern uh in the in the tv show or or is it about the same time uh, era
3: uh no it's not it's it's the tv show set in present i guess present, present day time.
2: yeah okay yeah that has my uh one of my favorite bunnies connie Britton. in it i just haven't watched it it's on netflix right
3: it's probably probably yeah
2: I, I if i remember it was i've seen it on netflix but yeah what i love about that movie one is like i'm one of the the people they call a recruit nick it's like uh what, sports fans that follow high school recruiting like that are nerds it's pretty the nerds of this point. so like with the, uh i want to say his name was was it booby miles yeah yeah and uh he get he, he tears his acl right yes and that that's how they all like just like stop recruiting him or his career is over and it's just so crazy like seeing that back then how like something so simple now where you're back in like six months like that it totally ruined his whole high school career and seeing, like, how he went from on top of the world to, like, just nowhere. Like, that's crazy. And I love I that. And high school football in Texas, they get a lot of rap. But I will say I'm in Florida and we could give them a run. We don't have, like, now Texas is known for those big monuments of stadiums that they have. But we, everybody knows Florida has the best high school football. I'm just saying.
3: Well, not, but not- I think it's, it's not necessarily all about, like, the best high school. I think it's a culture. I think... From what I know about oh, yeah. it, Texas has yeah, like shut a down. culture right. where, you know, where everything almost revolves around it. And I'm sure there are people right, right. that live in these you know towns that could care less about football. But the culture around it and the society around it, it's all about it's all about football. And I think. Oh,
2: yeah. W- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: No, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know if it's, like, rivaled anywhere else the same. Right. I would,
2: I would definitely say the uh, the culture is, like, not even a comparison. I would just say the players are better in Florida. That's what I meant. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're funny. Um, if we're talking about favorite quote, my, my favorite quote from the film is, um, is said by the coach, Coach Gaines, played by Billy Bob Thornton. And he tells one of the players, you know, they ain't much difference between winning and losing, except for how the outside world treats you. And I think that really encapsulates the, the film and the feeling of, of what's going on.
2: You know what it's, I would say to that? Billy yeah. Bob Bars. <laughs> what? Billy Bob Bars. That's like, a, that's like dropping bars.
3: Okay. You need to okay. put
2: this in your uh, slang terms. I will. Never heard bars before? No. <laughs> it's like when someone's spitting, like when they're rapping. Oh,
3: like ah, okay, yeah. Like in music. uh, mm-hmm. Definitely. Billy Bob Bars.
2: You, are, you already know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Damn it. You guys, <laughs> let it go.
5: <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, my number three, I'm going to take your Derek Luke, and I'm going to go with uh, Glory Road. Uh, this one came out in 2006. It's a, another Disney movie. Um, it's basketball. Oh, yeah. Hey, and it's got uh, Josh Lucas, who plays uh, Don Haskins, um, who was the, the coach of um, this, this basketball team. He was the first person to have an all-black starting lineup uh, in the NCAA. And uh, they go on to play. Uh, this is, was, I can't call it a spoiler because this happened back in the 60s. But um, they go on to beat Kentucky in, in the final game. Uh, seventy two to sixty five this this one like me and phoenix this this is like our sports movie uh this is one that we watch um or have watched a lot to, together and i don't know i just uh i, I like it when they have something that 's a first you know and so i I really enjoy this one another reason that I like this one i forget the actor's name let's see if I can find it real quick but um off the top he was in eight mile played cheddar Bob he was also in um, Jarheads, but uh, he played like I don't. I don't think he was like assistant coach, but he worked for uh, Coach Haskins and he was going around recruiting guys. Um, I don't know. I just he was the comedic relief, and uh, I I really like him uh, in there. But yeah, it's just a really good story, feel good, and one of my favorite scenes is, you know, when um, when Coach Haskins decides to go with the all black starting lineup. Some of the the white players obviously have a bit of an issue, like, well look, you know we, we want our our chance too, and there's this discussion like look you, you guys had your chances all your life. this is you know we've never gotten a chance like this, so it's our time to shine. You guys take you know back seat, so it, it was just um it was that really privilege
2: good. that privilege is, was <laughs> thick back then yeah, yeah.
1: and uh and, can you-
2: ima- can you imagine them in two thousand fifteen look at like w- what, looking at the bench like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these, these, these colored guys can jump really high. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's my number three.
2: I will say that I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I, I completely forgot about it because when you first said it, I was like, it sounds so familiar. And then when you, I was like, yes, I love that movie. Man, I, it's doing a disservice. I haven't seen him in so long. I love that movie, though. It's
1: got uh, Ashley Banks in it, too. I don't remember. Who, who is that? Oh, from
2: Fresh Prince. Oh, is is that the girl that's like, is a Christian or something? Or am I
1: misremembering something? I remember she she was a waitress Uh, that Derek Luke was uh, hitting on.
2: Oh, okay. Was there like a big party scene or am I misremembering that or something? There's a,
1: there's a couple of party scenes. There's one where they go, they go to because um, it's in El Paso, Texas and I think they go to somewhere in Mexico and they were like drinking tequila and oh, okay. uh, having shots yeah. and you know, like before practice. But um, th- there's another scene where uh, they they find out that he was formerly like a a women's basketball coach and so they were throwing shade. You know? <laughs> So he was getting his first chance to to actually like, um, I don't know, it was a step up for him, I guess.
5: Bruce.
1: Underdog for both people or, you know, the team and, and the coach. But uh, yeah, Devin, you're number two. Number two.
2: This was this. This <laughs> might go on people's all time best movie. But it's number two to me. I'm pretty sure people, if people have heard my podcast with Peter, know what number one is, so my list is kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> but number two is Remember the Titans. Mm. I I love that movie, obviously. Uh, Denzel Washington is everything in this movie. He plays Coach Herman Boone. Um, I'm not sure if I remember what year it is. I want to say it's the 60s, but it's in Virginia. It's, and um
1: it was in 71 oh 70s say. oh wow but uh i'm going to stop you right there cuz that's my number one
2: so peter what was your favorite part of the movie
1: uh let's see it, i like a lot of the scenes um i like uh how okay see so i kind of forgot their names let me let me pull up their names real quick but um the julius right julius and jerry julius campbell yes the and uh, right and then uh is, is is Jerry the other guy? Ge- Gary. Gary. Yeah. He calls
2: him Jerry Lewis when he's in like Jerry sings the uh, G- Jerry tells the dopes and Dean sings the songs and gets the girl. Okay. And yeah, the
1: his name's spelled with a G, so it looks like Jerry. Yeah. But Bertier. Uh, yeah. I just like uh, the the hospital scene where he's like um like he was watching the the, the game on TV and he started shouting or whatever, and mm-hmm. like I think the nurse comes in to see what he was talking about. Like he uh, shoes are out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the, the scene in the, uh, in the locker room where, you know, they're talking about Sunshine possibly being gay. Right. And, and, and then, like, I think it's Petey comes up to him. It's like, hey, so... Um...
2: Hi, Petey. Hey, Sunshine. It's not like I care nothing but being your roommate and all. Uh, you was just messing with Bertil, right? You, you, you just messed with his mind, right?
4: You're you not really... Do. What are you talking about, Petey? Look, man, it don't matter to me. You know, if you know, if I just gotta know. You know, uh, if it don't matter, what's the big deal? I gotta know. Know what?
2: You know what? I gotta know. Don't mess with my mind. I don't like Coach, been keeping P.D. out in the
3: show for too long, bro.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I think is that's pretty. Is this movie my based favorite. on a true story? It is. Yeah it is yeah yeah some of the things were changed um right. like uh, uh gary where he gets um hit uh or t-boned like after like a celebration or something like that i think they changed that i don't think it actually actually happened that way mm-hmm. um but also you know carly you and i we spoke about this before but uh ryan gosling uh yeah. ha- has a small role in here yeah um,
2: oh, right, he's the uh Allen kid that can't run y-
1: yes Yep. Like yes. And then uh we got the uh young cheerleader Hayden Penetier. Which yeah. is why it's number two <laughs>
2: That's my day <laughs> She is built to have all my kids.
1: And I like all the music in here too. I, I really enjoy like, you know, um the scenes where they got both blacks and whites dancing to the same music. You know, oh, so right, just right. the team learning how to how to actually be a team and, and you know go beyond the colors of their skin yeah
2: i love movie yeah my favorite scene is uh
0: that's my mother that's your mama mm-hmm. very nice i want take a good look at it, because once you get on that bus you ain't got no mama no more you got your brothers on the team and you got your daddy now you know who your daddy is don't you Gary, if you want to play on this football team, you answer me when I ask you, who is your daddy? Who's your daddy, Gary? Who's your daddy? You. Uh Uh-huh. And whose team is this? Is this your team? Or is this your daddy's team? Yours. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. When he's, when they, after they all have the, when they get to Gettysburg College, for, and they all have the fight in the, the dorm room. And Denzel's like having them, you think you're a bunch of tough guys. It's like, we will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind pots. And then you will <laughs> run a mile. Perfection. I'll be like, yes, Denzel, give it to me, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. And then like when they're traded, he's like, your, your teammates are tired. It's fourth quarter. Ah, fourth quarter. Ah, fourth quarter. I love it. Oh god, I love football, guys. I tell.
1: I do like the tension between the two coaches too. You know, like oh, later right. later on, where uh, Coach Yost, you know, where he was um he was kind of uh which which player was it? Was it uh, Reverend? The, the one they called Reverend? He, he, they were kind of babying him a little bit. No, that's and, Petey. Oh, was it Petey? Okay, and then like Denzel, you know, uh, you know, kind of confronts him. He was like, hey, you know, you uh. Because he,
2: he was a running back right. and he kept fumbling. And, you know, what happens when you run, run when you fumble, you run a mile. And so then like he just, Petey couldn't handle the yelling. And so he, when uh, Ryan Gosling's character couldn't stick one guy, uh, he put in Petey and he became a linebacker slash safety and helped him because he was black and he could run.
1: Because like de- there's the part where uh, I like how Denzel was saying that he he you know treats them all the same doesn't matter the color. But right. Coach Yost was over there trying to baby like a black kid, you know, to to show that. Um, you right. know he, he was like, okay, well, I'm I'm not a racist because you know I can do this, but you know Denzel's like, well, I, I but I treat all the kids the same. Doesn't matter what color they are.
2: Right. Yeah. It's uh, – because then in the championship game, that's when he's yelling at Petey and he's, like, complaining. He's like, did I ask for your excuses? And Petey, like, just shuts down because he can't handle the, the confrontation. So – and he's like – and then he puts Alan, Ryan Gosling's character, back in. Mm-hmm. Mm. So oh. good.
3: So good. It's
2: – You a favorite part? Your
3: favorite part, Carly? No, I, I- – What's not my favorite part? I, I right, right, right. if I'm not mistaken, the there's a them training in the rain part, right? Is that this movie? Yeah,
1: yeah they have one. Mm-hmm.
3: I love. I mean, I'm a sucker for like training sequences in movies, and this them training in the rain with the white shirts on. You know, oh, when the, they
2: run to when they run to Gettysburg uh, Cemetery.
3: Yeah, is that what it is? I, mm-hmm. I yeah. that's I love that part. Yes, yeah, my
2: one major flaw with that movie, if y'all remember that scene. Do you remember? I forgot the big guy's name. What's his name? I know his name is. Uh, the
1: heavy Louis guy, Lastic. right?
2: Yeah, his name's Louis Lastic in the movie. I don't know his real name in reality. Ethan Suppley? Okay. Yeah, I just call him the big guy. And uh, they're all running to this, but I'm like, you never see him in this part of the movie because we all know <laughs> why we didn't see him in that part of the movie because bro was in the dorm rooms chilling. Like, <laughs> you can tell. Kiss my A if like he ran those three miles to the Gettysburg cemetery while the rest of them were like, there's no way in hell. Like I was like, it's just funny that I always think about that. Like where, where was he at in that long ass run in the three o'clock in the morning? So
1: the other, uh, scene I like with him is when they were, you know, basically, uh, telling jokes in the locker room and he's walking, you know, with his back arched, (laughs) (laughs) the mama joke. He's like,
2: I just gave your mama a piggyback rider. She weighs twice as much as I do. <laughs> like, that's not funny, man. That's not funny. That's a mama joke. That's a, that's
3: a <laughs> right. Joke. Does, does the team win at the end?
1: Yes. Yes. Nice.
2: It's actually funny, too, because, like, it's kind of misleading because they win their championship game. But then, like, uh, when they go to the – I want to say it's his, is it his funeral.
1: At the uh, end, yeah, they go to Jerry uh, Gary's uh, funeral. Yeah, they don't the
2: show where they lose like the the national championship. So they lost the national championship, but they won like the state championship. Mm, okay, so they're like second best team in the country. I'm like, they snuck that in there. <laughs> like, you're like, hey, we just won. But yeah, I love
1: them. <laughs> Left side, strong side. The the only uh, I guess the only other scene um that didn't work for me was the funeral because their aged makeup was not on point.
2: <laughs> it wasn't complete
1: yeah it, it was it was not good
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that can, that can totally throw you off but uh how would you guys say the football sequences compared to other films
1: um I, I don't know about in comparison but i thought they were pretty good i mean i think they even had the uh, original coach you know be there as like consultant and stuff so i think they did um kind of ha- uh you know put in the work to get the right people to kind of um you know stage all the all all the football
2: what i like to think is like it just shows the times like you said it was what 70s
1: yes uh uh, 71
2: there's another scene where they're training and when they're at the college still and i just love the whole time when they're at the college and he's like i need a water break he's like you need a water break water is for cowards water makes you weak water is for wiping blood off that uniform and you don't get no blood on my uniform boy you must be outside your mind we're going to do up downs until blue is no longer tired and thirsty. <laughs> and like obviously that would not go today. I mean, we've had Corey Stringer, I want to say that was like over ten years ago, die from heat exhaustion on the field. Like mm-hmm. there's mandatory water pr- like I remember like in middle school, like we we didn't take that many water breaks, but like now it's like so crazy. It's like crazy how what they went through back then. Like yeah. that's my biggest takeaway of like that now, like you would be fired so fast for that. But mm-hmm. it's, it's it's toughness back then. It's like you're you're a punk if you don't if you need water. I'd have been like, Coach,
3: uh, I'm dying. <laughs> Wasn't there recently? And by recently, I mean like last two, maybe three years. Uh, some sort of college coach was reprimanded, maybe fired for like abusing his team in certain ways because he was too strict. Am I getting that? Does that sound familiar? I remember seeing it on SportsCenter. I can't remember if it was college or not, but. I think uh,
1: Devin would be the one I asked too. So, junior, and it was know. football. It was college football.
3: No, it wasn't football. It was basketball. Oh,
2: but it's still oh, the is, Rutgers. The Rutgers guy is that? It was it from Where he Rutgers. Was, like slapping people. Yeah, it's actually yeah. funny because uh, one of the players transferred to my favorite school, Eli Carter. He was like mm-hmm. one of the best players on the team, and they got he got granted his release because of that that whole situation. Yeah, he he like slapped somebody or something like that.
1: Was it yeah. was that uh, Coach Rice? Does that sound right?
2: I don't remember his name. I just remember it was Rutgers. That's like New Jersey, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. I just remember that. Like you had the olden days where like, uh, what's the Indiana coach? I, I lost my train. I thought the Indiana basketball coach. That's famous. Bill Knight. Is it Bill Knight?
3: The one from people who? that people, wrong, people wrong are sports fans.
2: Are, <laughs> I know people are sports fans are saying you're an idiot. I feel I feel like I'm letting them down. I'm I'm cracking under the pressure. I told you guys I don't handle pressure. Well, but basically like he would do stuff like that and, Throw chairs and stuff, but yeah, it's a different time now. Video cameras everywhere.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think if it is Coach Rice uh, that was at Rutgers, but um, because there's a Mike Rice uh, Senior that is uh, the Portland Trailblazers uh, TV commentator. Oh, uh, okay. So like when the stuff went down with his son, like you know, the, everyone was trying to be respectful to not ask him about that situation. Well, you know, there's
2: the there's well, we can't confirm this, but there's the rumors about Diddy's son getting yelled at by the coaches. And, you know, Diddy and them getting in the fisticuffs, and he's no longer on the team anymore.
3: And that's college football, right?
2: Right, right. UCLA. Yeah, UCLA. I mean, if you really, like, know, like, if you follow it, you know, like, the coaches are pretty tough on them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you just got to expect that in college athletics. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, speaking of tough coaches, my number three is Miracle 2004. Miracle, and is directed by Kevin uh, Gavin O'Connor, and it stars Kurt Russell, Noah Emmerich, Patricia Clarkson, Eddie Cahill, and a bunch of other guys. Um, and it the sport is hockey, Olympic hockey, and it's it depicts the the beginning and the end of what's considered probably one of the most uh, I don't know the best sports moment in in the history of sports. And it's the win of the United States versus the, the Soviets in Lake Placid in 1980 at the Olympics, at the Winter Olympics. Olympics. And this movie is about this coach uh, striving for greatness, but really him trying to do the impossible and trying to redeem himself. And it's awesome. I love this movie. I, I talk about it all the time whenever I get a chance with my husband. It's one of my favorites and I have it and it's not number two because my number one I've, I've loved since I was a little girl. So it has to be number one. But this, if my number one didn't exist, this would definitely be my number one. I love Miracle. I love how it depicts, how it really, um, it, it, it doesn't rely on like the players. As we usually know, when we see sports movies, it was about the players and the team. The movie is really about the coach. And this man trying to to make a team and really build a team um against all odds, it's a David and Goliath story it's um it's it's uh it's so good and it has one of my favorite moments in like sports movie history, which is his this sequence where he's trying to break them and he's trying to make them a team and break them at the same time and and punish them and and all in one and it brings me to tears and it also Brings me to tears and simultaneously gives me the biggest smile on my face. And it's when um, he's making him do, I guess, off the ice is called suicides, right? When you run from one, one end goal to the other, and then you come back and do that. Mm. And he's doing that after a big loss, and he's doing and he's making him do it over and over and over again. And he keeps yelling again. And after they do it, you know, um, or before he says again for the other coach to blow the whistle he's telling them you know you you guys you guys aren't gonna win this is not the way to win you know if you want to be losers be losers but this is not who you are and then he goes again and he like runs them into the ground until one of them stops them uh stops by saying you know i i'm so and so and i play for the united states of america and that's the moment in the movie where they become you know the united states team and i love this movie. Love it to pieces.
1: I've seen seen it once. I I did enjoy it. This is, to be clear, this is number two for you?
3: This is my number two. Okay,
1: okay. Because I think when you started off, you said three. And I'm like, oh, did I skip one? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. But but then you corrected yourself later on too. So, okay. Um,
3: Yeah, it's my number two. It's, I mean, it's one of those movies that doesn't have, like, the other team isn't the villain. And it's not about, you know, this team being so and so. And you're not rooting for a particular, you know, you're not necessarily rooting for one team to beat another. You're really rooting for the United States. And this happened in 1980, and, like, it was, like, the height of the Cold War. So the, the Soviets were, you know, at war with, with, you know, they were in Afghanistan, and they were, you know, we were going, you know, Cold War, so we had issues with them. So it was, you know, it was, like, the height of all of this. So the fact that the United States beat the Soviets during this time, but also in, in, in a time where the Soviets were, were dominating the sports for like 15 years, it's a fantastic moment. And um, I think the movie has the actual uh, Al Michaels, you know, I'm sure Devin, you know him and, you know, YouTube Peter, but Al Michaels is the one that's calling the game. And he's the one that says, you know, do you believe in miracles when they win, mm-hmm. when they beat the, the Soviets? And what makes it great is that that game, that amazing game, isn't even like the final game. The for them to win the gold medal, they had to play somebody else. But that moment was was just just talking about it gives me goosebumps. I love that movie.
1: Oh well, hearing you talk about it get, is giving me goosebumps. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish I, I was I was bringing it like that. Jeez. Um,
2: I I I can't say one thing. Don't take away my my American citizenship. But I have not seen this movie. I do know the story very well because, like every sports radio show that does a a top movie, always has this movie in it, and it's like one of those movies that you hear so much about. It's like, well, do I really need to see it? Yeah. That's that's how I feel about it. But I I definitely everything you said just rang true. It's just great. Like I've heard the the actual live quote of him saying, "Do you believe in miracles?" So many times, mm. yeah. But it's great
3: because when you're watching, and there's a great documentary. I forget the name of it now. I should have looked it up before that we started. But it's a documentary about this, about this, you know, the rise in this team. And it was a team comprised. It, it wasn't. They were just, you know, late teens, early twenties college players who. The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> sure, the Mighty Ducks grew up to be. Which, which was
2: my, which was debatable. In my number six movie, by the way. Oh,
3: right, um, but no. <laughs> It was, it was like this moment in time. And, it, and But the movie is really about the coach, Herb Brooks, the her real-life Herb Brooks, and, and how dynamic he was and how, you know, how reserved he was and how eccentric he was and, and how he molded this team to be the team that would beat almost the unbeatable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it great because this, it gives you a glimpse into how coaches work And how they bring up performances, much like a director, a great director in a film, how this coach really uh, molded this team to be, you know, the the victors. you know, to be the David in the Goliath story, in the David and Goliath story.
1: Mm. Outstanding. Jesus. Uh,
2: I do do, do need to see that. Carly is bringing it, man. She sure is, I just just feel like we all pale in comparison to her. (laughs) Oh,
3: geez. No. (laughs)
2: Not doing this I'm not doing this ever again, Peter. She makes me look too bad. Yeah. So. No. <laughs> me oh, either. Stop.
3: You, stop. Here, take, you take, have... take my show. No, yeah. you have a, an, an immense uh, knowledge for c- quoting movies and, a, and an enthusiasm that is unrivaled. So. Oh,
1: that's that's sweet, Peter, isn't it? I, I know how to pick <laughs> Disney movies. Right, right, right.
3: Well, well, I'm surprised you haven't seen this one because this is a Disney movie. I have seen it. Oh
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm only. I'm the only
3: Devin one. Devin has it. Yeah. Right,
2: right, right.
3: Not surprising. We're gonna learn. Right, yeah, right? that's that's what I do.
1: So, yeah. I'm, by I'm the more way, that
2: compliment. Most people <laughs> call that a, a a negative about being able to quote all these lines from a movie. No, not at, at all. Many, you don't know how many times in my regular life I hear. How do you know all these movies? And how do you quote this? Like, I I can quote a certain movie uh, that was discussed on your podcast word for word. I told Peter Mulan.
1: Mm, right, right. <laughs> He likes to talk. Uh, so, yeah,
3: <laughs> you and my co-host should get together cause and
1: it's, Right, 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 and, and you guys will never watch the movie. you Just talk, talk through it.
3: Just, right, uh, you guys recorded to don't each make, other.
2: Don't, don't make me don't make me sing, uh, get sing the song. Let's get down to business. But
3: yeah, oh boy, oh boy. Well, speaking of quote, um, since we're talking about our quote, uh, my favorite quote in Miracle. Is when um, Herb, played by Kurt Russell, beautifully by Kurt Russell, by the way, great performance by him. But um, he's is in during the tryouts before uh, he picks his final team, and he says to his other coach, "He says, I'm not looking for the best player. I'm looking for the right one." Again, of course, it you know it informed what he was what he was doing and how he and what his uh, frame was and what his, uh, what's it called the way he thought about the process is is great. I got I,
2: yeah. I, I to see that, man. You should just to see that. We're at no... We're at, oh, we're at you, Peter. I'm sorry. My bad.
3: No problem.
1: Um, Yeah, so my number two uh, could possibly be debatable whether or not it's considered a sports movie. It's also number two because I feel like it, it doesn't really have this particular sport in uh, as much. So... Um, so I guess d- depending whether or not you guys would consider it a sports movie, it would actually would have been my number one, but, uh, my number, my number two is the Crowded Kid, the 1984 oh. movie. Okay. So would you guys consider the martial arts? Uh, of cause, course. Because it's, it's not like the, the main thing. It's really about Daniel, but, um, you know, but, uh. Yeah, the, the Karate Kid, it's, you know, we talked about it earlier, montages, right? Like a, like a good sports movie has a good montage. Like this has a great montage and it has a great reveal, you know, when D- Daniel's son, you know, realizes that Mr. Miyagi has been training him this entire time. It's like, hey, when are we going to get to training? You know, all you do is teach me how to paint your fence and paint the house and, Not you know, teacher. wax your car and, <laughs> you know, the floors and all that. And then just that, that the, hey, hey paint the fence you know and then they go through the motion it's just a great scene and just watching it every time always gives me the chills and that entire you know wax on wax off stuff it, it, it's so um like iconic that they talked about it in was it uh, crazy cr- crazy stupid love or something like that yeah. with um steve carell and mm-hmm. he's just like wow you just totally miyagied me you know, yeah, so, I, so th- th- there's even that, ex- I guess that's kind of an expression now, you know, so it just well-written, great story. Um, and yeah, just that reveal that like, yeah, I've been training you this entire time. You just didn't know it. It's just, uh, um, yeah, it, it probably would have been, uh, it, it would be my number one. Um, but forgive I put that too. me,
2: forgive me. I have seen all the, I want to put it out there. I have seen all the Karate Kids. I have. But which one is the first one? Is that the sweep the leg one or not?
1: Yeah, it is.
2: Okay. Where the you're green. like, okay.
1: The crane kick, yeah.
2: Okay, I'm just making sure. Like, I, I always get them confused. You know, I, there's a Jaden Smith one, which I know very well because my boo Taraji's in that one. Right. Hey, boo. But uh, I always get the other ones confused because, like, I'm just like, okay, which happened in which one? And wait, which one's the one with the, the girl three? Is that four? That's four. Four, okay. Yeah, See? two,
1: they go to Japan, uh, Okinawa. Right. Is that um, with the
2: bonsai trees or not?
1: The bonsai trees is, well, it's a symbol in all three of them. But oh, okay. the third one is where uh, they open up a bonsai shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. so um, three, uh, my buddy over uh, at Sweep the Leg, uh, Mike, he actually, he's, uh, he's the biggest Karate Kid fan uh, I know. And he recommends people watch one, three, then two just because of like where they take place. He just thinks oh. it, it works better. Kind of uh, like a
2: Star Wars uh Thing. i don't know what, what. Like, i don't know what you're talking about like people say like there's a, i don't uh, this is my co-host where my co-host john comes in but there's like an order that you're supposed to watch the star star wars movies yeah in four five that,
1: six then one two three
2: how dare you sir <laughs> but which I, I still say the prequels are better than the originals but, but whatever
1: what but, don't say that on
2: here <laughs> oh <no. laughs> yes they are C- we'll, we'll, we'll say we'll say we'll <laughs> save it for another day but they are t- and number one is amazing i don't i hate the hate for it but there's like an order where it's like two uh three three i don't know it's
3: chronological like um chronological in, in the time where no, it's set no it's
2: not because cro- it's like two three no it's like it's like it's like mixed up i forgot what it's called i'll have to i'll have the, I'll, have the I'll, I'll i'll text it to you tomorrow okay there's a specific there's a specific name it's gonna kill me i'll have to ask uh john my co-host what it
1: is though but there's an order all right so but but to me
2: it would be one two three and then you don't have to watch mine would be one two three or no one three and then six and then the other ones don't matter
1: i i hope nobody's turned off uh this episode after hearing that i
3: don't i i i have nothing to say to you right now
2: (laughs) you're my brother etiquette (laughs)
1: <laughs> I can quote those. Well, and, well, that's a good line, and that was a good. Uh, I, I like three, but but we're not talking about Star Wars, right? 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 And right, right. Um, Devin's opinions on those uh, on that franchise is his own. Okay. Yeah, come, come at me, Devin Lamar with two hours on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, but Devin, yeah, your number one uh, favorite sports movie?
2: Well, I alluded to it. It should be anti-climactic if you're a, if you're a real fan of Peter's show. Am I right, Peter? Yes. We we already know what it is.
1: You already well, know. Actually.
2: <laughs> you right. You already know. Uh, it is Major League Two. Uh, we ha- we did a whole podcast on it, people. So listen to it. It's amazing.
3: <laughs> Give us uh, the so- gist. No. Uh,
2: a t- it's a it's a sequel to the f- original Major League, where an uh, owner wants to get all the bad players so she can move the team from Cleveland. Which I can understand. No one likes Cleveland. <laughs> we we know what they say about Cleveland, right? Right, Peter. The best thing about Cleveland is seeing it in your rear room mirror.
1: I'm not saying anything because one of our listener feedbacks could be from Cleveland.
3: whatever well, listen I said it It's think- a great town devin's opinion are his own that's right, <laughs> right. And-
1: Phone thugs came from Cleveland.
2: I won't mention that there's a gun being held to Carly's head to say that right now, but we won't we won't, <laughs> we won't. we won't. We won't. We won't talk about that. But anyway, yeah. So she wants to move the team from Cleveland to Miami, and the, they start winning to spite her. And the second one is like they all come back, and uh, they're good because they won that last year. So now they're like all they're dealing with a new obstacle of actually being good. And so they're and now they're soft because they're good and they're making more money and they just it's just amazing. Like I got plenty of quotes from there. Like uh uh Hey Zeus, I love him very much. Oh, that's actually from the first one, actually. Uh what's my favorite uh line? I don't even remember now. It's so many. Gosh, I'm getting <laughs> them all confused. Just a bit outside is from that movie. Uh oh,
1: say it how he says it.
2: Just a bit outside. Mm-hmm. And and then there's like there's some real puss line to center. It's like a, a line drive, hit the center. And then he's like...
0: Swung on and belt into deep right field. Back goes Serrano. He'll need a rocket up his ass to catch this one. That baby is out of here. That looked like the Terminator, only slower. Maybe it was his out-of-stater, or it could have been the Hibernator. That baby is definitely going away for the winter. Whatever for Vaughn, it might be see you later. He's probably going to become a spectator. Didn't
2: have much on that one. But yeah, there's there's so many good ones. Yeah, I love that movie. We did a whole podcast on it. People, listen.
1: That's right. <laughs> if you want to hear, don't talk about the entire movie. Uh, right, right, episode it is. But check the feed.
2: Right, yeah. right, right. It's a, I'm sure I, there's a point where Peter's like, "Can we can we please wrap this up?" And I'm like, "No. What about this scene?
1: No, <laughs> not, not at all. I mean, th- this is this is on you guys. If you guys want to keep talking."
2: <laughs> no, I, was just, I was just saying, like, I, I mean, on that on that episode, you're like, it's baseball. Oh,
1: it's oh that, the, the movie. Right. Okay, I thought you are talking about this. Oh, no, 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 no. Of course not.
3: I mean, baseball, not, you know, not to hate on it too much, but it's not the most exciting game on the regular. Oh, it's boring
2: as hell, but I do right.
3: love it. However, baseball movies I find really great because baseball mo- movies take all those, all the all the little bits and pieces of excitement that a regular baseball uh game has and condenses it and puts it in the movie. And they're usually really good. I mean, there's um you, I mean you 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 mentioned One Angels in the Outfield and uh what is it, Bull Durham and uh, ah, you know, Flash. Right. It's, it's just there's so many movies in and around baseball. Um I mean they're calling kind of Americans Past for no reason but mm-hmm. but yeah, I think a that lot baseball, of sp- really
2: baseball movies. Good. A League of
5: Their Own. Oh, All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Speaking of A League of Their Own, is my number one movie. Ooh. Oh my oh, god! Nineteen ninety two, directed by Penny Marshall, starring Gina Davis, Laurie Petty, and Tom Hanks, and Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, and a few other uh, ladies and gentlemen. The, uh, to me, this is a this is a movie about sisterhood, really, and more importantly, it's a movie about transformation. And it's um, it, it's a movie that that takes these women in the 40s, 1940s when uh, World War II was going on and the men left to go to war. So they left baseball, they left uh, all sorts of different industries, factory work or whatever. And the, the, the people left behind needed these roles to be filled and they were filled by women. And a legal on happens to deal with the baseball side so the guys left to go to war and we needed people we needed a baseball a baseball league and the franchise's uh, owners decided to start this female baseball league and um and it takes off from there the movie's insanely nostalgic and it has a ton of charm but it really speaks about you know the the women's struggle with uh, reconciling within themselves like the new image that they have of, of being strong and being independent and having freedom and, and how society sees them now as being able to do everything men do and also kind of vacillating between that and the old values of, you know, being the dutiful wife and who stays at home uh, quote unquote you know barefoot and pregnant, and that struggle, and we see that a lot with the with the lead character of gina davis's character who who's a great baseball player, maybe the best in her at at in the sport at the time, and you see how she really loves the game but is' it's just a game to her because she's just doing it um just waiting uh, in the meantime while while her husband comes back from war and it's it's a it's a really great charming movie i love it i it came out when i was 12 and i instantly fell in love with this movie it has a really fun cast it has freaking tom hanks playing a, a belligerent drunk and he's so good at it um a female director which really focused in on on that female struggle that i don't know if if necessarily a male director would have the same way um, and it had Madonna, which is my favorite of all time.
2: Which one was, which one was Madonna? Sheena Davis she, is the Grey's Anatomy lady, right? Uh, t- she, was, Ad- she was in the past season, right?
3: She was in the past season, yeah. Right, right, right. And, yeah, Madonna was all the way May. She she was one of the Rockford Peaches. Um, well, was, I,
1: I don't remember um, Lori Petty being there. Well,
3: uh, well, the movie is really centers around um, the sisters, Gina Davis and Lori Petty, which... Uh, oh, <laughs> the picture.
1: It's been a while. Right, yeah, um, right, right. Devin, right. do you know who she is? No. She, I, mean, um, I know who
2: she is in that movie. She's <laughs> well,
3: in Orange is the New Black now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's in Orange is the New Black. The uh, I forgot her character's name. The, the short blonde hair with the glasses. The, the one who um, Voss thought was going to kill her. And Oh, spoiler alert, I guess. Oh, the,
2: cra- the crazy chick? <laughs> Yeah. in season three that's yeah. her oh my yeah. gosh mind blown
1: yeah <laughs>
2: yeah holy was she
1: crap the, tank girl she, she's also known as tank girl, tank girl. Mm-hmm. yeah tank
3: girl so she wow. plays a picture and and um you know and it's it's a really great movie i mean it gave us the the quote there's no crying in crying baseball. baseball
1: was she the one crying
3: no she wasn't it wasn't oh. was there okay. um, it gave us you know it gave us a great quote or, again said by uh the wonderful tom hanks uh you gotta use your head That's that lump Three feet above your ass uh, You know It just It's a really Mars. great movie
1: I remember the scene Where he's taking a leak um, Mr. Mr. Dugan Mr.
3: Dugan I'm Simply Ah. Um,
0: You reckon, uh, 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 that uh, house. How long? I ain't gonna ask again. Uh, Shut up, Thor. <laughs> uh,
5: Keep on.
4: Mate, how long Doris oh, boy that was some good opinion.
3: right it has like the longest pee scene <laughs> ever um, <laughs> it goes it's again it's a really great film I, I remember seeing it when I was a kid over and over and over I, if I've seen uh, A League of Their Own less than 150 times it'll be like that's probably too low I don't know but I love this movie I really honestly do
1: yeah, that's that's a very very good list. I I actually want to go back and watch all all of those in your top five. I know, um, right,
2: guys? You know what I loved about League of Their Own? Mm-hmm. There's it, women. It was like
1: I'll say women. Well, well, yes. Good oh my God,
2: all teams. But right, right. But you know what I had the biggest crush on? Ooh. Rosie O'Donnell. I don't know what it was about her in that movie. She was so freaking hot. I don't know. <laughs> it was just like, young, young Deb was like, hey. Like, I don't know what it was. It's like,
3: she I was, was great. Just,
2: yeah, I, was, I, love
3: I, I went back this week to rewatch it um, in preparation for tonight. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, she's so New York in this movie. You know, she's so loud and like abrasive in New York, and her accent is like extra thick. And mm-hmm. I I love it. It's it's really funny, and it has some really funny moments. But it also has some really tender moments, and yeah. and moments that you know will make you cry. When one of them gets the telegram that their husband died in at war, um, and it's 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 a really great film. I think. It's Wait, really-
2: are they are they based in Chicago, or I just remember seeing Wrigley Field a, a bunch? Uh
3: no, because they the I guess the original. The original was was based on the Wrigley, on um, the Wrigley owner, um, oh, but okay. they kind of changed it to it, it being a candy, you know, a chocolate man instead of gum.
2: Or, oh, okay, okay. Cause, so, it was, but it was like mostly the, the baseball stadium was Wrigley Field.
3: No, the baseball stadium was supposedly in uh, Rockford, um, Georgia.
2: Oh, okay. So they
3: don't they didn't really show any, you know, any logos. I don't, or know, I
2: don't know why I remember Wrigley for some reason about that movie.
1: Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I definitely remember when I was younger. I actually used yeah. to have a thing for Gina Davis.
3: I mean, she was. I was watching this film, and I'm just like, "Damn, Gina Davis is gorgeous!" Not only is she, like all legs, she's huge, you know. But <laughs> she's still like a she was woman. hot
2: on Grey's Anatomy this season.
3: She, I mean, she's awesome. Gina Davis is amazing. She does a lot of great work. Do you ever
1: um, do uh, like, you ever see the movie Hero with her like Dustin Hoffman and Andy Garcia? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was One of those I grew up to. Yeah. That oh them. right right yeah
3: and Thelma and Louise of course oh, yeah. never saw it okay
1: um so <laughs> now we want to go in through uh honorable mentions
3: no do you want to say what your number one is
1: oh yeah remember the titans all
3: right yeah cool. all
1: right, right. And, and that's, <laughs> that's a g- it. <laughs> that's a top two movie for me yeah yeah
3: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just here, <laughs> so honorable mentions. do you want to just for us to list them
1: yeah uh so what i'm gonna do is i have a list by sports and um you know basically after um after the end of it if if there's a sport that i left out by all means you know throw, throw out a title so basically um these are honorable mentions just uh, movies worth noting for um by sports okay So um, we're gonna start off with with football, Uh, and uh, are we
2: talking about real football or that other stuff?
1: uh, Football in sports movies.
2: No, I mean like I was, I was, I was making a soccer joke.
1: Oh, okay, football. Uh -uh. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, soccer would be next. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, American soccer. Uh, Doing one. Um. Yeah, I I got a couple I could throw out, but maybe.
3: okay.
2: Thank God, because I told people <laughs> when we first did this, I had like thirty movies.
1: Okay,
3: you guys, that's cheating. I feel like that's cheating.
1: Okay, so one it, each. I,
3: I won't, we won't go into detail. We won't go into detail.
1: We'll do one each. uh The one um I wanted to do an honorable mention is The Express, the uh the movie about Ernie Davis, mm-hmm. um, the first African American to win the Heisman Trophy. And I think, well, wasn't he uh, diagnosed with leukemia at a very young age, too? Like early yeah. 20s, I want to say. I think so, yeah. He so, plays for the drums. Yeah, so it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, a, a first person to do something or be of, of something. So it was just one of those stories that I really um, kind of uh, really enjoyed watching.
2: Yeah, I never saw
1: that. Is that. Uh, it's uh, Rob, Rob Brown, I think, is in it, who was also in Finding Forrester. Devin? <laughs> oh, are we going? To, are we going to me? Uh, no, well, no. I was wondering if you've seen Finding Forrester, but no, of no, that's okay. Not. No, yeah. No, of we'll, course we'll, not. We'll, we'll, how about we go in reverse? Uh, so Carly stays in the middle. So uh, Carly, you're your uh, honorable mention for a football uh, sports movie.
3: Any given Sunday. Oh yeah. Ah.
1: Uh, yes. I don't have to mention that one. Um, direct
2: 1999,
3: directed by Oliver Stone. That's just that movie's just awesome. I, mean, I think.
1: That's the first time I had ever seen uh, a movie that wasn't porn that showed like a penis for such a long, <laughs> you know, like, the scene I was just oh, all like, like, "When the are they gonna room? change the?"
2: <laughs> That's why I hate the Watchmen movie. Like that blue oh. penis just bothers me. <laughs> like I don't know what it is. That well, that first of all, that movie's long as hell.
1: But <laughs> I see what I you did that.
4: there. <laughs> oh god! <sighs> but that blo- like this is the end. Uh uh-huh, I'm sorry. This I guess is the you can
1: like
3: this is the end. I
1: don't know what that is. That uh, uh, that's okay. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Devin, what's your honorable mention for uh, football? Thank Amer- God, American football.
2: You you guys mentioned two of them. I mean, you'll have Friday Night Lights and any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with the longest yard with my favorite rapper Nelly.
1: Oh yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> you, you know what my Peter knows what my favorite uh, line is for this movie. Oh we yeah, talk- you,
1: yeah. You told me about it. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't oh, yeah. recite it, but you know, you told uh, me. I'll,
2: I'll recite it, and it's like, what's the, every? Well, if you know me, you know I'm a huge wrestling fan, and so this this movie has a, a several wrestlers in it: uh, Goldberg, Kevin Dash. but this one's with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he's in the library with Nelly, and he's trying to get under up under his skin, and he's like,
0: "What the hell kind of bullshit book is that? It's historical, So Now, why would he want to read a book about a four eyed nigger?" Does the N word offend you, nigger? And
2: it's just like it, Stone Cold says it like so strongly. It's just like, and Nelly's like, no, sir. And it's just like it's so good. I just love that part of the movie. All right.
1: Okay, so from then on,
2: Stone Cold was a little too good at saying the N word. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if we know there's a there's a there's a famous wrestler that's uh, you know just said the N word, that's not too. <laughs> especially this was that this morning that that happened on good morning america
1: or yesterday I no oh i have no idea, I have no
2: idea. Hulk, hulk hogan crying y'all didn't see this
1: Mm-mm. That's yeah. new to me.
2: I, I, I didn't mean to say the n-word a million times and say all the <laughs> mean things i said i never liked hulk hogan anyway well
1: he, he was in your um n- uh number three movie there <laughs> thunders oh, thunder
2: he was it's <laughs> off the list <laughs> D two the mighty ducks is is in the top five
1: now. Okay, um, so the next one I have, uh, Devin, you kind of mentioned it's uh, soccer. Hmm. anybody got any soccer movies?
3: Yeah, Bender Like Beckham, two thousand two.
1: Okay, that's it's, what I had too, but I'm glad you said it first.
3: Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it's it's about a girl who's stuck in the with the old world and 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 immigrant. Indian? Immigrant, right? Indian immigrant, and she's the first generation, and she's stuck between that and kind of finding herself in this new, you know, "quote unquote" new world, which is in America. Uh, I'm sorry, not in America, in uh, England, yeah, in England, okay. and kind of trying to assimilate, and all done through through the the sport of soccer. It's it's a really really good film, and if I'm not mistaken, that was probably Kira Knightley's first. So um it, I wouldn't secure nightly which
1: is I, great. I don't think that was I I want to say that came out after Pirates. Pirate
3: pir- War Pirates.
1: Pirates of the Caribbean.
2: Wasn't she in Star Wars too?
3: No. She was in the
1: uh, pre- She she was. She 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 played Prince uh, Amadala's uh like Yeah, double. she was
2: Natalie Portman and her and Natalie Portman both. See, I I know the prequels.
5: <laughs> I, I know the prequels. <laughs>
1: she she was, but you couldn't tell. But yeah, she she right. played the 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 stand-in Mm-hmm. um her friend or whatever i it, we're not gonna go there right um, my bad my bad but uh yeah she she was in in uh in the at least the the, the first two the first two uh prequels we'll,
2: we'll say that
1: okay but anyway yeah um okay the the others devin do you have a soccer one
2: oh of course i do okay. by the way never saw that movie that you're talking about i think you'll my, like it it's really good right mm-hmm. My, my uh, soccer movie is a Disney film. It's from my childhood, and it's The Big Green. It's also uh, kind of like about a teacher who's from England, and she comes to teach in a small town in Texas, and she teaches them how to play soccer, and they, they go and win the championship. Nice. They got, they got little kids and girls on their team. Gentlemen, this is not soccer. This is not soccer. <laughs> I, I love that movie. It's on Netflix, by the way. Uh- you guys want
3: to uh, check it out? No, definitely. Other good soccer movies is Goal and Goal Two, uh, with Kuno Becker.
1: Hey, mm-hmm. hey I, I thought we were just gonna do one. Well, that's <laughs> what I
3: was saying. I got this, the Ladybugs too.
1: The Lady. Hey, I got, ladybugs. The, I got Ladybugs. Ah, I
2: got Ladybugs. I you. I love you, Peter. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> so I was trying to keep it Disney, right? But um, really La, Ladybugs is the first time I did uh, I'd ever seen Rodney Dangerfield. Mm. And Me too. So I watched this in the theater. And I think my aunt took me because she was on a date. And, you know, I was, I was that nephew that had to go with, you know, my aunts because they couldn't leave me at home alone kind of thing. So she took me to that. And I remember, like, enjoying it. And for show and tell, I told the entire story <laughs> uh, to the class. Nice. Uh, no, because I spoiled the entire movie. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I was, like, in second grade. So what did I know?
2: What's it's, the bunny in that movie? You know names, Peter. Vanessa, she was in, uh, Vanessa Angel. Okay, she was in Quirky Romano. I love her.
1: I think I think she went into she did. I don't know. She did a TV show too. Um, I forget. But yeah. Um, it's hot. Like, yeah, Ladybugs. Uh, Arthur. Arthur also Matthew Lawrence. No, no, that's not right. Um, Jonathan. Jonathan. I forgot his name. Carly. Yeah. He was in uh, Sequest. I don't know
2: names. So. Brandis.
1: Brandis? Jonathan Brandis. Yeah. He was also on Sidekicks. Yes, he um, was. Yeah, so that guy, That's he, I, I think he ended up committing suicide or something like that, but. Unfortunately. Yeah, so I, I, I did watch, you know, obviously uh, Sidekicks because of Ladybugs. but I, I remember there's, there's this one girl, um, I, me and my brother, we used to repeat it all the time. My name is Carmelita Chu. You know, we just, I just thought it was. Oh, weird. I do
0: remember. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes,
1: yes. But uh, so that's that's my soccer. Um, the next one, the next one, I have racing. But um, you know, I mentioned Talladega, and I said either of you had anything under racing.
3: I did have a racing. It's Formula One car racing, and that's Rush from 2013 Oh, with okay. um, with um, Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. And I love this movie. Ron Howard directed it. I think it's a really great film about this rivalry. Um, between uh, Nicky Lauda and James, oh, I'm forgetting his name. I'm sorry, fans of his, but it's it's a really great film. I think it's one of my most recent Ron Howard films, uh, famous, uh, oh. famous ones.
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, Devin, do you have any racing? Mm-mm, Ricky Bobby. Okay, uh, this this one might be of a, a bit of a stretch, but it's from the 80s uh I, I didn't you know write down any notes for it but uh the wraith with charlie sheen did mm-hmm. you see that one no uh it's also got what? like uh nick cassavetes in it but um oh and also i forgot her name but she played sherry in twin peaks uh something she, actually no maybe that is her name Cheryl lynn,
3: Cheryl lynn finn
1: yeah her yeah. yeah she's also in it so um, Charlie Sheen, you know, he, uh, you know, he dies, comes back as a spirit uh, and also races this futuristic looking car. It's black. And um, he comes, you know, he shows up to avenge himself or something. And then he takes out the bad guys one by one by racing them. And so anytime they race them, you know, they end up losing. And then he takes like pieces of their cars or something. I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I remember they racing in it, and it's just one of those 80s gem that like nobody knows about, really. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, I, would have had,
2: I would have had the Little Rascals, but y'all told me that wasn't a sports movie.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, baseball, I think uh, all the ones I have... Actually, no. There's one more I haven't mentioned. Uh, I'm sure, obviously, we can all go on and on, but um, my honorable mention was The Rookie with Dennis
3: Quaid. And mine was uh, 1993's The Sandlot. Ah,
2: Carly, I love you! The Great (laughs) Bambino! You're killing these Smalls! I love that movie. God. That was close to the top five, too. I couldn't, like, that's, I've watched that. That probably is the movie I've seen the most, probably. Oh, wow. Forever. Nice. Forever. Sorry. No, no, that's cool. I love that movie.
1: Okay, he's so a basketball. Uh, I, well, have I, didn't, next.
2: My, I didn't say my baseball. Oh, one. I'm sorry. Ah, rookie of the year.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, yep that that was that, that was right his, outside my top five.
2: Right. Oh, where he breaks his arm and he just becomes a which makes makes no sense whatsoever. But I won't get into my nerddom about that movie. And What's how
1: the maybe. thing that, that the doctor says after he sl, slaps him in the face?
2: Funky butt loving. He say <laughs>
1: did
2: he say funky butt loving.
1: <laughs> That's the one. How did you,
2: what if I didn't know what it was, though? That would be horrible. You <laughs> right. put me on the spot, and I didn't know what it was.
1: So. I probably would have just inserted the clip.
2: <laughs> I'm going to bold you into one of the greatest players i ever played this game. Nah!
1: <laughs> yeah, that was uh, directed by uh, Daniel Stern.
3: Yeah. yeah he, oh, really?
2: I did not mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. And he's the great—he's uh, Brigma. Right. The pitching coach.
3: <laughs> Who, and he's the dad in Whippet, so. Oh,
1: Oh. Yeah. oh okay. Yeah, yeah. He, it's, it's been a while since I've seen Whippet, but um, I like Daniel Stern.
3: Yeah, he's good. You know what Uh, I like?
1: mm -hmm.
2: Home Alone.
1: Yes. Go back and listen to my episodes. I did one and two.
2: I I did,
1: though. I did. You did? did. I think that was one of your first
2: episodes. That's one of my favorite ones, because when Phoenix is like, he would be dead.
1: (laughs) Oh, the bricks falling, yeah. (laughs) Right, right,
2: right. I used to think about trying to do that to people.
1: Mm, Don't.
2: (laughs) Well, luckily I never did. That used to be my go-to put me to sleep movie, Home Alone Mm. 2. Oh. A
1: little bit too much into my childhood. Let's move on. All right. So basketball. <laughs> what are your guys' honorable mention for basketball? I don't have any. You don't have one, Devin? Nope. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to see what you say because I got two.
2: Yeah, I got some... I got Air Bud. Love oh, basketball. Okay,
1: so that's the Air Bud. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> mine was uh, Coach Carter. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, he. Janet I, I, Tatum's I have, in it too.
2: I have that on here. I have Space Jam. I have White Men Can't All right,
1: Jump. So boxing. <laughs> hey, one. <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> I have a lot of basketball movies.
1: Okay. Um uh, the next one I have is boxing. Carly, do you have any boxing?
3: I do. Two thousand Girl Fight. Um oh, yeah. directed by uh, Karen Kusama and it stars Michelle Rodriguez in her first in her debut role. Um Is that the
2: check from Fast and Furious?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's oh. really great and she's really uh gritty in this and um it's you know, it's one of those movies that you, you kind of just have to watch. It's an independent film, and she kind of came out the—no pun intended—but she came out the gates swinging with this movie. Aha! Uh-huh. Good, yeah.
1: Yeah, my uh, honorable mention. This, this is more about the boxer than actual boxing, but uh, Hurricane with Denzel. Thank you! That was on my list. Yeah, so uh, this one I really like, you know, about Reuben Carter who was uh, wrongly imprisoned. Um, I forget how long, but then he be, uh, befriends a boy who was, uh, was, it, was he illiterate, right? He couldn't read. And then, and then he taught himself to read or whatever and then started writing Reuben in jail. Right. right. I, something, something like that. So it, that it, is, it, was, it was one of my favorites to, and to, it's one I would like it. to uh, go back and revisit um, soon
2: are they like all friends or in that movie or are they just like just what are the family that they're not even a family They're just friends that just wanted to raise the kids together i don't even understand how that
1: worked i don't remember In in the movie hurricane
2: yeah like he stays with like like these four these four people but like i don't remember how they're related
1: Nah, i don't remember it's but i do it it was just one of my favorite like denzel movies um like around the time he did like uh, bone Collector and all that stuff. This, this is about that same time this came out. Yeah, I'm glad I'm
2: glad you mentioned that. Uh mine would be uh I just lost it either uh, I know Ali was on there but I don't want to mention that one. Rocky well, Four. I mean, I just <laughs> uh The Great White Hype with Damon uh Damon Wayans. Oh, where right. he uh where he fights the uh the white the white guy Terry Conklin Because he's the only guy that knocked him out in the pre in like in their rookie years or whatever and like he takes the fight like so lightly that he gets fat and it's with jeff goldblum and samuel jackson i love that movie
1: i think uh bone thugs has a song on the soundtrack shoot them up that's the only reason i watched the movie (laughs) Uh, because i wanted to see where the song was and i ended up buying the soundtrack too yeah
2: (laughs) and all the rocky movies of course but we all know those
1: yeah uh hockey I um the only one I have down Devin already cut kind of well well hold on it was you you did you add Mighty Ducks into your top 5
2: I mean it was it was a D2 was my I don't like the first Mighty Ducks movie by the way
1: Mhm But well D2 does have the uh the knuckle puck so
2: It's knuckle puck time
1: <laughs> So that's that's my only hockey I I, I know there's my, a bunch of other That's literally my only one two. Any, Yeah Carly do you have one
3: uh, not in my honorable mentions, no. Okay. Not
1: she had the,
2: the the end all, be
1: all of hockey movies.
3: I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, jousting? Nothing.
2: Let's say, are there jousting movies?
1: A Knight's Tale.
3: A Knight's Tale is great.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't even know what that is. Is that the movie with about Lancelot? Or no? I'm no, Heath he's Ledger. Oh, right, 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 right. right. I did see that like a long time ago. I,
1: actually, I think this might have come up in our Avengers episode maybe uh, because Paul Bethany was, was in that movie also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. He played Vision. Oh, okay. In Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I,
2: but every time I think of the Vision, I'm just like, does he have a penis? That's all I go back
1: to. <laughs> sure. Uh, different podcast. Um, oh, right, 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 right. The next one I got martial arts. Yeah, you know, like, like my number two movie. Uh, do you guys got any other uh, honorable mentions in martial arts or some kind of fighting? MMA, missed, perhaps.
2: One of them, so I don't have to with sidekicks. But my, uh, it's a movie that I watched with my, my uh, stepfather, and he got me hooked. It's uh, Bloodsport. Jean Claude Van Damme. That's mine. Yeah. Oh, love that movie.
3: That is mine as well. 1988. Yeah, wow, look at that. But
1: okay, I'm USA. Thinking-
2: <laughs>
3: right, 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 I,
2: right.
3: I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I, I was trying to, uh, when, I, when I was going through my list, right, and, and trying to come up with a top five, it was hard not to have a martial arts movie in there because, you know, you kind of grow up watching all these movies, especially when, I guess, when the three of us were kids, uh, especially, I don't know. Um, and it was Bloodsport and then Kickboxer. And I I remember just loving those movies so much. So it was really hard to pick between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but *Bloodsport* takes it because it's really it's about it's really about the you know competition and all that. So I feel like it makes it more of a of a of a sports movie.
1: I don't know *Kickboxers*. Got the uh, you know Van Damme dancing, you know.
3: Drunk dancing. Oh, scene. Drunk dancing. <laughs> uh, yes, I guess a no, little,
1: little cringy you know, you go back and watch that
3: yeah i think that that clip alone is on youtube if you just want to watch that scene well, and it's yeah it's a little cringy
1: did you see when he was on was it fallon or kimmel one, one of those um yeah. so I, I want to say it was kimmel that he went on but van damme goes on the show and uh, he talks about how uh, the, a reboot of kickboxers in the works and um you know, I, I think uh, Kimmel's like, oh, you know, he brings up that scene. You know, hey, do you, can you still do it? And you know, everyone's uh, applaud, uh you know, clapping, like, yeah, yeah, you know, just do it. So he gets up, the music plays, and he starts doing the dance. There's yeah. two Asian guys sitting at a table who gets up and starts charging at him, and he, you know, he busted out into the fight too. So it was all stage. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was really fun to watch. But yeah, you can you can see that on YouTube too.
3: That's cool. Well, since we all picked Bloodsport, my like the alternate for. Martial arts or MMA, and it's an MMA movie, the um, 2011 Warrior with Tom mm. and Joel Edgerton. Love it. That movie is epically awesome. And um, and it has, you know, it deals with strange family members and brutal fight scenes and really good-looking guys beating each other up. It's, it's, it's such a good movie. And um, that was like my runner-up to my honorable mention for martial arts and, and
1: the- yeah i think uh, nick nolte and tom hardy had a really good dialogue scene too and yeah. um and i also like how like after tom hardy would win he'd just walk off <laughs>
3: yeah no i mean he's at uh, his tom hardiest uh, yeah. in this movie and no that um, nick nolte has a fantastic performance in this movie if anyone has not seen it i deeply recommend it yeah the sports yeah. element is really great, but I think the drama and the acting is, is even better. So
1: so I'm, I'm, you know, to kind of piggyback on this, but I'm glad Devin mentioned Bloodsport because I can uh, throw in another one. So this one is definitely a guilty pleasure. This movie is not good, but I just enjoy the fight scenes. But mm-hmm. um, it's 1993, I want to say, Only the Strong, uh, <laughs> that uh, has capoeira in it. Yes. Uh, Mark Dukaskis. Um, uh, and a bunch of unknowns. I know there's that that lead who plays, uh, you know, the, the the little cousin to uh, L. I forgot his name. Yeah, but anyway, it's um, it's uh, again not good. It, the dialogue <laughs> is is crap. It's horrible. But, like, but, hey, but, remember but the... <laughs> this? It's not good. Right, <laughs> but but the fight scenes are amazing, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Cool um so the next one i got is uh okay so i kind of categorized this all together and i know carly you corrected me earlier but rollerblading roller derby and roller skating i kind of just made them all the same thing okay. um i did have whip it on here which you mentioned so i won't say that but um this one is kind of a another guilty pleasure but i think this one is actually a little bit enjoyable but it's a uh, airborne which i, I also want to say 93 i'm not positive Okay. Um it's also got like Seth Green, uh Jack Black, a uh, young Jack Black. Uh so he's got rollerblading in this one.
4: Yeah.
1: Devin, anything for you?
4: Uh I don't Ro- know. Roll Bounce
1: or
2: oh, with Bow Wow, <laughs> kill yeah. me now. Um no, uh it's called Brink, it's a Disney Channel original movie. Um yeah, <laughs> I love that movie.
1: Mm, haven't heard of that one. Um... It's
2: you know Disney Channel used to have like their own Friday night movies. Right. And that was it was called Brink. I had I dubbed it on a tape, and I would watch it all the time. Okay. And they like he, like the end of the movie like they're racing like in uh, rollerblades, and it's awesome.
1: I, I saw that listed uh, under that uh, sport. Right. I
2: I actually have a whole section of Disney Channel original sports movies, but
1: okay. Um, skateboarding, uh, Carly. You mentioned uh, um, boys. Wait, what is it called? Dogtown. Dogtown and Z Boys. So, um, Lords of Dogtown, I guess it's, it's kind of a, a good companion piece because it's, it's the, the movie, but, uh, I'm going to go with Gleam in the Cube, uh, mm-hmm. take it back a little bit with Christian Slater where mm-hmm. he's got the, uh, the Asian, um, uh, stepbrother, I guess, or something. <laughs> I don't know. I remember him having an Asian brother and I was like, Hey, <laughs>
3: we're on, we're on the screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look at him. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah I guess that's it that's all I got for for skateboarding
3: yeah I don't have anything cause no. Devin? Yeah,
1: nothing okay uh surfing
2: Johnny Tsunami another Disney Channel original <laughs> movie I have oh, heard uh, of that oh no <laughs> yeah it's, it's got the dude from Mortal Kombat as uh oh
1: right uh yeah yeah the grandfather uh, Carrie T- T- Tagawa, mm-hmm. Carrie something it starts with a T I remember that mm-hmm. uh Carly do you have a surfing one no um, I have Soul Surfer.
3: That's a great one. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's a really good one. Uh, it's the story about uh, Bethany, Bethany Hamilton who was attacked by a shark, and she was it only the arm that she she loses.
3: Yeah, the arm above her elbow. Yeah,
1: so she Fun loses of her arms. Yes, she was on CBS's Amazing
2: Race. Oh, yeah. I, I that's why I, I never saw the movie, but I saw her on CBS's Amazing okay. Race because I watch everything CBS.
1: Yeah, the movie's definitely worth watching. It's a uh, you know it, um, it gets you up in your feels a little bit.
5: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. And the last sport I have swimming. No. Nope. You no. Know, uh, I have, have Pride with uh, Terrence Howard.
2: Yeah. Oh right right. I don't <laughs> think I put this. I don't think I put this
1: one in the movie. Nope. And that's it. That's all I got for sports. Do You guys have anything else I I didn't mention? Well, my last...
2: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Carly. No,
1: no. Go
2: ahead. Oh, my last Disney Channel original movie was <laughs> Alley Cat Strike. Was a bowling movie.
1: Okay.
3: Oh my goodness! Uh, can I just say now I know why you haven't seen other things because you're too <laughs> watching Disney Channel movies. <laughs> Apparently,
5: <laughs> right, right, I right, have right. too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alley Cat Strike was
2: was was the ish back then, bro. I'm, like that was.
1: I've never oh. heard of it though. <laughs> oh, It was.
2: It was like they had a there was the two competing towns they were like right by each other but they were like it was like Appleton East and Appleton West or something and right. like they, they're building a new school and they had to bowl to see who got the name of it why they chose bowling as a sport I don't know instead of a real sport like football who knows but
3: it was a good movie All right well in my honorable mentions I had um Murderball from 2005 and the sport is wheelchair rugby that's uh, another documentary oh, wow. And it's so good. And it really, it's inspiring because these guys kind of is give it their all. It's just as good as any, you know, narrative film. Um, and except that it's real. And you're watching these guys' lives. And, and that sounds gangster. And their dedication to their, to their sport. And it's like a hardcore real sport. And these guys are badasses. And there's no way that you can watch Murderball and not just you know, get amped up as they say, you know, so 2005, murderable, wheelchair rugby, I definitely recommend that um, another one that I had was uh, for for the sport of horse racing was Biscuit mm-hmm. from 2003, which is a phenomenal film um, is that the Tobey
1: Maguire one? Mm-hmm. yep, Spider-Man
3: yeah. okay. it's fantastic, um, and the golf movie uh, <gasps> like- oh,
2: I do have a golf list Oh,
3: for, well, mine was from 2000, and that's The Legend of Bagger Vance. Will Smith. Which
2: I, oh. I have not seen that movie, by the way. I saw it only when it
1: came out. That was it. All right. It's,
3: My... a, it's really. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Was Matt Damon in that one, or was he in a different one?
3: No, he was in He was in that one. It's Will Smith and Matt okay. Damon, yeah. yeah.
1: I got Happy
2: Gilmore and Tin Cup. There you go. Tin Cup?
3: <laughs> tin Cup is a movie. A really good movie, yeah.
2: You know why I like that movie? Rene they Russo. Had... Oh yeah, well she's hot too. But there, there was there was like a scene where like at the very beginning they go to bo- they had boobies, and I was just a little kid, and so I was like it was like my mom let me watch that movie. I was like ah out, and like when she was like I just like rewind boobies.
1: <laughs> we have figured so out that was, is that the origin of your love for snow bunnies? No. Yeah, uh, no,
2: it was it was deep before then. It was deep before then. <laughs>
1: Okay, um, we have listener feedback. Yeah. Oh. All right, let's get into it.
5: I've got something for you. A letter.
4: A letter for me.
5: Okay. So
1: the first one is from Amy on Twitter. Uh, she says uh, mystery alaska for sure or the original bad news bears oh uh, so, yeah yes. i'm surprised no one even mentioned that one um I, I you know i saw the original and that one has got some it's a little racy not racy in that way but like um they the, the some racial slurs up in there yeah,
2: yeah. Which, 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 which movie are we talking about the
1: original bad news bears oh okay
2: i never i, I never I, saw I, it
1: either I think I think I rented it once for like Phoenix when he was younger, you know, when he was just starting to play uh, baseball, and I was like, wow, because I, I think he, you know, called like one of the Hispanic kids like a, ra- a racial slur. And I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> and is that... I, I think the black kid too. So I think there's a couple, you know, um, lines dropped. How did he go
2: stone cold on it?
1: But no. uh... <laughs> um, maybe I don't know.
2: Uh, is that the one with Billy Bob Thornton or no? No,
1: no, this is in the '70s. Oh,
2: okay. With Walter Walter, Walter
1: Walter Matthau, right? Matt-
2: Oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wilson.
1: Yes, Mr. Wilson. I should have said that. I, I, I knew you'd known that one. But mm. uh, yeah, uh, the Billy Bob one was pretty good too. I, I liked it.
2: I feel like I'm just like all the movies that I know. Carly's like this. This nigga, like, <laughs> the, like the movies that he knows are just ridiculous. Well, uh,
3: no, it's fine because they're great movies. It's just <laughs> no, it's good. No, it's great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just gonna judge you silently. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. The second one
1: uh, I got Is from uh, Chris Rebel From uh, Let's Chat Podcast Now he tweeted at me And dropped it in Facebook So I I guess he really wants me to read it Um, (laughs) So his uh, top five sports movies Remember the Titans Field of Dreams Angels in the Outfield A League of Their Own And Mighty Ducks 1 Mm.
2: I hate that movie I don't understand why people like that movie
1: Mighty Ducks 1
3: Good movie
2: Yeah it's good i hate I hate that movie so much with a passion, like it burns deep within my soul mm.
3: oh wow, okay
2: <laughs> I really do like I watched d three over uh the first one
1: yeah mm. all right the uh the next one I got this one on facebook uh from a, a friend list, i'm mm-hmm. not
2: trying to ish on his list by the way
1: oh yeah no <laughs> like
2: like, that Devin guy is such a jerk. I'm like, no, no, I really like him.
5: Sorry.
1: Again, Devin's <laughs> opinions are right. uh, his, own. Um,
3: his own. Strictly his own. Strictly his <laughs> own. Right, right, right.
5: <laughs> Carly, okay. i told me to say that.
1: <laughs> right. So um, the, the the third one is uh, from, again, uh, a friend of all of ours. Uh, you know, a lot of people know her from the uh, Project Phantom group. Uh, and that's Mrs. Weeks. And hey. Yeah.
2: Oh, that, oh, is that the Cleveland uh, hate that I was talking about?
1: Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> All she right, says, right, right, right. she says, movies I watch every single time they're on TV. Remember the Titans, Necessary Roughness, Wildcats.
4: Oh, yeah. how did I forget that one?
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God, Mrs. Weeks. Oh, thank you so much.
1: Uh, <laughs>
2: Wildcats. I'm going some poy. Re- oh my God! How
1: did I forget that? <laughs> my God! Hey man, let me let me finish this, and then you can react. Okay, Sorry. the repla- uh replacements. I, I said that right. Um, Jeremy McGuire, which we we kind of discussed that one earlier. Uh, the longest yard, Devin. The uh, the program, James Con. Um mm-hmm. you see, the Grid Iron Gang. I like that one too. Yeah. Uh She says I'm kind of obsessed with football movies. Uh, this one I've never heard of: Bingo Long, Traveling All Stars, and Motor Kings. No. No. Okay. Um, she doesn't say if it's, you know, whether it's a documentary or an actual movie, uh, a league of their own, um, major league, cool runnings.
2: Ah, oh! I, I did have that. We didn't do bobsledding, but I had no, that. No, we my... didn't.
1: Oh, see, you could have threw that, uh, threw that in at the end. Uh, Dogtown mm-hmm. Z-Boys and, yes. uh, and Lords of Dogtown. And, uh, the last one That's I got why I on. Love the because
2: mm-hmm? we like so much of the same movies.
1: Yeah. She she watches a lot of movies too. Uh, She should start a movie podcast, perhaps with Carly. Um, (laughs) And now, Carly, your co-host, Cynthia, chimed in too. Yeah. She says, love sports movies. That's it.
2: Oh, I was going to say, (laughs) I I haven't seen that one.
1: Well, see, I I thought she was going to eventually give me a list, but she never did. So I I thought that was very interesting. Um, So that's the last of that. However, I do have one clip that was mailed in from john of podcast fandom
3: hey john
4: what up this is john from project fandom here with my top five sports films of all time number five is 42 directed by brian helgeland starring chadwick boseman nikola Bahari, harrison ford christopher maloney lucas black lots of people it's about jackie robinson uh, played by Chadwick Boseman. He broke the color barrier for Major League Baseball. And this movie does a, a great job of capturing Jackie Robinson's life and what he meant to uh, race relations in America without making the movie about baseball. It barely has any baseball in it. But Helgeland did a great job of when he does show baseball, it's all about Jackie Robinson running the bases and how... Like, somehow Helgen made him look like Superman to me. Like, it felt very much like Americana when Jackie Robinson was running the bases in that movie. And so that, uh, just, I really enjoyed that. And obviously, Jackie Robinson's very important in history, in American history, so... Especially like, because baseball was... is somewhere that a lot of people come together, so it means a lot to see integration on on the baseball field. Number four is The Natural, directed by Barry Levinson and starring Robert Redford, going from a symbolically superheroic character to uh, an actual, like, supernatural, ironically, supernatural character in Roy Hobbs, you know, played by Harrison, not Harrison Ford, Robert Redford, uh, because he literally has a tree struck by lightning, and he carves it into a bat and calls it Wonder Boy, like that could be a comic book right there. And and the whole movie is like that. And and Roy Hobbs is you know supernaturally gifted, but and and then he has this career taken from him. And when he's you know spoiler alert shot, for a 1984 film. Uh, but he's shot, and then he disappears before his career even starts and has to come back later, and then the movie turns into this redemption tale of a 35-year-old Roy Hobbs, played, by the way, by a uh, 48-year-old Robert Redford, and it just, he, he hits the fucking ball into the lights in the end, and it's just, it's such a feel-good story about this guy who... You know, he could have been the best baseball player of all time, but it was taken from him.
5: Hmm.
4: Number three is the nineteen ninety three film Rudy, starring Sean Aston, and directed by, you know, coincidentally, David Anspaw and written by Angelo Pizzo. And those guys worked on Hoosiers, which is not on this list, which is it's also a good movie, but Rudy's better. It just is because it's a, it's he's quite literally the little guy. Who becomes big man on campus for like one day, and he tries so hard <laughs> he's like he 's like he 's like an ant pushing a rock up a hill like he tries so hard to become you know a player on Notre dame, and he just he only he 's able to do it one one time in the final game of the season after his teammates had to have that awesome scene where they go into coach 's office and they like lay their jersey down like. Letting more in my jersey, and it's like if you don't tear up during that, you're not a person because that's awesome. (laughs) Uh, Number two is Martin Scorsese's 1980 film Raging Bull, starring Robert De Niro as Jake LaMotta and Joe Pesci as uh, his brother. And it's this is a difficult one because it's actually like a great film. If this were a list of best films that also happen to be about sports. Raging Bull is number one, because it is a great film. Uh, using just, you know, two colors of black and white, Scorsese is able to paint such a stark contrast of Jack LaMotta's life outside of the ring and how different it is inside of the ring. Because everything that makes him a good boxer makes him pretty much terrible at everything else. He is able to take a punch, he's able to punch people, he's angry all the time, <laughs> he wants people to hit him, he's a terrible person, but inside the ring, that makes him such an amazing boxer. And the way that that movie ends with him just, I, you know, at the end of his rope, but he's still, he still believes he's number one. I, It's just, it's a great movie. Number one on this list is, like I mentioned, is not as good a film as Raging Bull. But in terms of sports films, Rocky, from 1976, starring Sylvester Stallone, directed by John Avildsen, who would go on to also direct The Karate Kid and Eight Seconds, other great you know sports movies. But it's it's Sylvester Stallone's movie, obviously, and he wrote it. Won an Oscar for writing it, which I mean, people today were like, "What?" Sylvester Stallone won an Oscar, but it's about you know an underdog story, and that's really what sports movies are. It's about being the underdog, fighting for something. But then Rocky in this is the underdog who doesn't win. He doesn't win in the end. Another spoiler alert. Like you know, I could have chosen Rocky too. He wins that one. But <laughs> you know, in Rocky, it's all about as uh, Rocky says. You know, it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and get back up, and that's really why he's so excited at the end of that movie. He's so happy that he actually did it, because it's not about winning or losing; it's just about doing it. And Rocky did it, and Sylvester Stallone did it, and you know, just knowing the backstory of that movie and his career and the fact that that put him on the map, and now he's just been Rocky for the past 40 years. I, that's amazing. So you you can't not like that. Thank you. I'm gonna send it back to Peter now. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, awesome, awesome list, John. You know, I I'm really just I'm just glad I saw it.
2: one of his movies because that's the only one I saw. Was it Rocky? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've heard I know about all the other ones, but I never actually watched them.
3: That's a great, great film uh, that John sent in. Um, and I th- bull. I mean, I mean, raging bull. Come mm-hmm. on. Um, but, and the natural is really good too. But I think most movies, I feel like you can categorize them, um, with, with like the kind of quote unquote the old school. It's not whether you win or lose, but it's how you play the game. And Rocky is definitely under there. I would consider League of Their Own under there. Um, uh, something like Miracle that we talked about, uh, is there. And then you have this kind of, new school or more modern idea of like winning isn't everything is the only thing um type of mentality and something like friday night lights will be under there and i i feel like you can categorize movies with these you know within these two um overall range ranging mm. and um but that reminds mind yeah rocky is definitely one of those things that it just it doesn't matter whether you win or lose is just, is the journey and how you got there and how you played the game. Um, so
1: I, right. I, I think you and John should do an episode. <laughs> like, I know, right? Should. Like look at them. I like, mean, Devin would just all, listen.
2: I'll be right. <laughs> One thing I will say uh, to d- disagree about is it, not, uh, if if you hit me hard, I'm staying down. So it's all about <laughs> who hits harder to be <laughs> like, so if, if I hit hard enough, you won't hit me back. So I, that's the only thing I disagree with. Cause whew, I got a glass jaw like a mug. If you hit me, I'm crying like a bitch for days.
1: <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's all of our feedback, but I do have one um, review on iTunes that um, uh, I would like to, to have read real quick. And I only do this if Phoenix can read them. So, special guest is Phoenix.
3: Hey.
2: Oh, what up, homie? Hello. Hi, Phoenix. This is crazy to finally, like, meet him Yeah. I'm hearing you.
1: Okay, um, one of my favorite podcasts, Five Star by Ruffy Ten Ninety Two. When you listen to this show, it's clear Peter loves film and puts in a lot of work into each episode. On top of that, Peter has the best guests and has become one of my favorite interviewers. This show is a must subscribe. So thank you, Ruffy Ten Ninety Two. So yep, that's that's uh, our latest review, and you know I I, yeah I only have Phoenix read that, so I wanted uh, I woke him up to do this. No, I'm kidding. Oh. He, he, ah. was, he was playing games. So, but Congrats. that's it. I also Sorry. wanted him to, you know, say hi to you guys and and, and read that portion.
3: Cool, cool. Well, hi back. <laughs> um, actually, can I just say? I know we're done with the honorable mentions, but I really forgot, and I would be remiss to not mention these two movies. One is the um, hour-long documentary called Braggin' Rights: Stickball Story. Mm-hmm. Came out 2002. Again, it's an hour long, and it's about the stickball in New York City and how it has mended racial relations and how uh, the players, um, the, you know, the history of it and and the players who still play it and is, are keeping this tradition and, and uh, sharing it with the next generation. It's a really great um, documentary. It's only an hour, and it's fantastic. The director, Sonia Gonzalez-Martinez, uh, happens to be a friend, but I also think that the movie is really good. And the second is the boning movie, um, The Big Lebowski. Cause oh, right,
1: right. The dude, is that the, the what, dude? The dude? <laughs> yeah, the dude. Yeah. never like seen it,
2: but I just know that. <laughs> oh,
3: man, you man, that's a movie that, you know, you have to see.
2: <laughs> do, you, do you know what I know about Stickball? What movie that reminds me of Stickball? What? It Takes Two with the Olsen twins.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> of course i love
2: that movie i'm sorry
1: well i I guess uh, on the on the subject of bringing up movies um you know uh dodgeball
2: oh yeah if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a
1: ball (laughs) (laughs) and that i think that's the only dodgeball movie too as as far as i know so
3: the ocho yeah that was the best joke in in that uh in that movie
1: right um so uh with you, Carly, can you, um, you know, sh- pimp out your, your show again and, and where people can reach you on social media?
3: Yeah, my show's uh, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and on core 10 That's That Pop This Life and Talking Shondaland. And on Twitter, I am Carly Vision with a K. And both shows are also on Twitter, at That Pop This Life and at Talking Shonda. Um, I... I love Twitter, so you can definitely reach me there, and I will almost always get back to you. So, thanks. Mm-hmm.
1: And Devin?
2: Yeah, uh, ours, my show is called The Liquor Run Podcast. Uh, it's on iTunes and Stitcher, and it's pretty fun. So, check
1: us out. And where can people find you and oh, right, right, right. the show on the All right, social right. media? I've,
2: I've never done this before. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, I'm Devin Lamar on at Devin Lamar on Twitter with two R's, and at the at the liquor run on Twitter.
1: Is it okay? Right. Probably. <laughs> I, I, either way, this, I, I me, will put let, links. Now,
2: now you got me second guessing. <laughs> let me check. Oh my god! Man. See, this is done. Obviously, I don't do this pimping on my show. Somebody else does it.
1: I'll uh so. I'll I'll be sure to put the links uh, in the show okay. notes, you know, for sure. I I, I always do. So, right. But um yeah no this was really fun I appreciate you guys staying up super I I had late. Yes, at the liquor run. Okay, all right.
2: Yeah. Oh God, Peter, <laughs> giving me heart palpitations this late at night.
1: But yeah, uh, I, you know, want to thank you guys for co- coming on, staying up so late. To uh, I I didn't think it was gonna go this long to be honest. Um, but I, I had a lot of fun and definitely got a list of movies I need to be watching. So thank you, Carly, for that. Oh no.
2: like, wait. wait. What?
3: <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Devin, Devin, I've seen all your movies. Devin, I've seen all your movies. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: joking.
3: I'm joking. Uh, thanks for having me. This was fun.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm just lucky that I finally got to do a a podcast with Carly because Peter would always rub it in my face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what so she I'm, said.
2: Right.
5: Uh, oh. oh.
2: That that escalated quickly. But yeah, <laughs> so I, I feel I feel blessed.
3: Cool. Thank you.
1: Okay. So. um... Yeah, I guess you know maybe we'll do another one of these uh, some, some other topic for sure um, sometime down the line. But um, if nobody's caught the previous episode uh, with Phoenix um, on school ties, we mentioned that the month of October expect some big things happening. We got some big reviews coming in October, but probably in late September I'll be dropping an announcement episode. So be sure to subscribe and um, yeah, just follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram at HLF Podcasts, The email is hlfpodcasts at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Give us a like. Let us know that you're listening to the show. And until the next episode, I'm Peter. And again, Devin and Carly, thank you guys. Thanks. Peace. And we'll talk to you guys later.
4: Bye. Great moments
0: are born from great opportunity. Three minutes the biggest battle of our professional lives all comes down to today six players six teammates you all know what you have to do no one and I mean no one comes into our house and pushes us around not talk about
4: the next step until you climb the one in front of you this is your
0: time this is where we have been, this is how we got here, this is who we are. This is our past, gentlemen. Now it's time to
4: see who has the heart.
0: But it ain't about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving
4: forward. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. Don't get caught up thinking about winning or losing this game.
2: Can you live in that moment?
0: Bigger, faster, stronger, more experienced. And on paper, they're just better. If we played them ten times, they might win nine.
4: Forget about the crowds. The size of the school. Their the fancy big. uniforms. And remember what got you. Tonight, we skate.
0: Together. We stay with them. And we shut them down. Because we can't. Now is the time to prove to yourselves
4: and prove to everyone out there.
0: Since you did everything that you could, there wasn't one more thing that you could have done. We can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell.
3: And if I become someone I'm
4: not,
0: if I sink to their level, it's over.
4: But you can walk through those doors, hold your heads up On this team, we
0: tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces. That's how winning is done. How you play today, from this moment on, is how you will be remembered. For today, in the name of freedom, we take the battle to them. (laughs) we add up all those inches that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing between living and dying and i guarantee a week won't go by in your life you won't regret walking out letting them get the best of you you have shown yourselves just exactly who you are in here no matter what people say you were meant to be here This is your game now, gentlemen. Their time is done. You make sure they remember forever. Because you'll remember it the rest of your lives. This is your time. Now go out there and take it.
2: If you can do that, gentlemen, then you're perfect.